Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 341 from January 19th, 1997, a Sunday night show. Starting out a new week with guest John Stewart. This file comes from an official tape. A fan file has been floating around the internet for a few years. It's actually a merging of two different recordings. The quality is terrible with some radio bleed in and it's woefully incomplete. Luckily, this official tape sounds great and it's only missing the last segment, the last 90 seconds to three minutes uh, where they say goodbye. Uh, sadly, we could not pull that from the fan file as it didn't exist in it. This episode features Adam giving the heterosexual aptitude test. Uh, he tells the we can't feed them boys sticky rice story involving his buddy Chris and Tijuana. This is the only known appearance of John during the Adam Carolla era. There may be another appearance or two, but it seems unlikely. I'm still holding out hope there's one. John is promoting his gig filming in for Tom Snyder on his Late Late Show on CBS. Adam and John have a great back and forth, and Drew is in the mix quite a bit as well. It's interesting to hear John in this era of his broadcasting. This is before he began hosting The Daily Show, and it was used to his format. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook Podcast Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Action! Well-known pimp. Narcotics King. Drama. Big-time racketeer. Loveline! Back in full force. Loveline is meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain action, intrigue, exotica, or even sexually oriented content. Listener, discretion advised. Come on. Now, here's Levine. In this corner, Adam Carolla. And in this corner, Dr. Drew. All right. Oh, what the hell's that? Why do I sound so weird? There you go. Oh, that's better. What, do you gaslight me uh, this early in the show, Engineer Mike? Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician an addiction medicine specialist, and tonight our guest is none other than John Stewart, who will be filling in for Tom Schneider, because uh, Tom is dead. He died in 1987, but it's okay, because they had a long-term contract with CBS, and they're honoring it. God bless him for that. No, John is filling in for John Schneider, who's um, on dialysis or something this week. It's 12.30, CBS, um, Monday through Friday. And, John, before you speak... What? Let thank you. Let me speak for you, Pl- or at least uh, about you, please. John is uh, a comedian. You know him from his uh, MTV show. You know him from uh, his uh, syndicated talk show that then went from MTV. Uh, you know him from. Uh, don't, don't forget the soap opera Santa Barbara <laughs> and Falcon Crest, and you know him from uh, many uh, stand-up appearances, such as a HBO special that ran. What was it in Miami? Drew's drawing a blank. I can see it in his eyes. He's drawing a blank. He thinks I'm Sandler. Do you I know can him? See it in his eyes. <laughs> he's not Chris Farley. He thinks I'm a low-budget Seinfeld. He has no idea right now. I see it in his eyes. He he's, just wants to talk about penises. He's, the poor, he's the poor man's carrot top. Is really what he is. <laughs> he's carrot top without the messy props. Uh, you create pain. Let me say something about John Stewart, and I know it's going to be tough for you to take this uh, type of uh, butt licking, but please just what? just sit still and listen. <clears throat> I saw John Stewart when I was in New York a couple of months back at Caroline's. He was spectacular. We had him uh, in on the morning show, and then uh, he graciously invited us out to come see him that night in the city, and we saw him, although... They were the only four people there. We didn't... kind of a sad night for me. We, there, 
you're not counting waiters, waitresses, and the people that work there, John. <laughs> be fair. Point. That's a good Be point. fair. Uh, they could have called in sick. We then uh, wanted to go say hi to him uh, afterward, but there's a huge line uh, going into his dressing room. Mostly, um, yeah. mostly women and some... All head. <laughs> That's right. Just, it takes me like two and a half hours to get out of there. <laughs> so we could not say hi, but we did attend. And uh, this guy, there, there's a lot of sort of uh, comedy uh, imposters out there. You know who they are. We don't want to mention any names. But the point is, these are guys. They put together 20 minutes of material mm-hmm. uh, in, in the uh, just, you know, app, just post-World War II. And right. they just milk it until they die. And when you put them on Not a me, show baby. like this, and you tell them to take some blind phone calls, they're like, they're lost because they can't find their place in their joke index. They can't find their material. And then when they go on, uh, you know, Letterman or Leno, you think they're coming up with this stuff impromptu. But what happens is, is they do a little pre-interview and they say, um, yeah, uh, Jay uh, uh, asked me about my plane flight over. And uh, Jay says, well, you've been traveling around a lot. And, oh, boy. These, oh, geez. Let me t- the food, Jay, on these planes. And then they go into their food plane routine. John Stewart, and I don't, I don't mean to pressure you no, in case you is, stink up the room tonight. I have no material. I think I, This guy's truly that? funny. He's actually, not only does he write material and deliver it on stage, but and he songs. can just uh, sit around and be funny in an impromptu nature. Maybe only second to me. Especially when I'm high. <laughs> and we should, have call f- we should have time for maybe one more call tonight. All right. Let me also right, say sure. something before we get started. I came in the show, Adam, for you. Not because of the wit, not because of the advice you give, but because of the love. And Dr. Drew, I don't believe you're a doctor because no doctor I've ever met uses the word penis as much as you do. <laughs> I listen to the show. I don't, know, I don't know what board certified you, if it was the penal board of some sort of state. But unfortunately, it's, I, I would use it not at all. It's unfortunately our callers that want to use it all. Man, do they. All right. So, uh, John Stewart, uh, Dr. Drew, me, you, we ready to get going. Larry Flint later on this week. Steve Gutenberg. Is uh, thawing, and he will be in here, and also the band Cake. Did you ever see the movie The People versus Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> no. Yeah, it was a lawsuit filed right after Police Academy 4. They wanted their money back? Yeah. Okay. Please, uh, let's not attack <laughs> upcoming guests. Uh, I will I'll be very curious to talk right. to uh, young Steve. I would too. Middle-aged Steve. Um, all right, Drew, ready to fire it up? Beth, 16. Hello? Hey, you're on Love Line with John Stewart. Go to bed. Um, I have two questions. Um, Sagittarius. Okay. <laughs> the first one is, um, I was wondering, like, my boyfriend and I, I was touching him, like, his penis, and then he ejaculated, and, um, we went and, like, we washed our hands and everything, and then he was touching me, like, um, like, um, he was fingering me and stuff, and I was wondering, like... <coughs> What risks, if there was any risk still, like, of me getting pregnant? No, I mean, you wash I'll tell you the hands. risk. Is this guy Joey Buttafuoco? No. <laughs> no, you washed your hands, and that's fine. What was your other question? Um, was he also, like, put, he was also licking my clit and other okay, all right, all right. areas, and um, I was wondering if that, like, counts as oral sex. And Yes, that is oral sex. Hold on one second, Beth. Let me talk to John. Adam, are your ears warm? John, did you get much in high school? Uh, Sexually? No, no, not that I recall. I remember uh, uh, going, I think, to a Streisand movie once. That that was as much as you got yeah, sexually in was, high school. That was about as far as it got. How about yourself? Yeah, I did no, actually. I saw- uh, uh, my friend once got, uh, well, I don't know about the, uh, got breast. 
I'll say right. that. Right. Friend, uh, cop to feel. I got I, nothing I like in high school. And to, to, to sit here week in and week out all night and hear about like 15, 16-year-old guys who go, right. yeah, I had an orgy this weekend. And um, anyway, my gym coach was there. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's like, and you know what the sad that? part is? They're not lying. Like no. anybody I knew at that age, if it, they had said that, it would have been a lie. Absolutely. All right, so... But Beth is he asking, licked, he Beth is asking an interesting question. Yes, that is oral sex, okay? That's what oral sex is. Yeah. Okay? Does, does that make me um, not a virgin anymore? No, but it makes you dirty. But but that's the interesting <laughs> question is, I mean, in, in our in the old man's day here, the three guys sitting around the studio here, yeah. uh, that what you guys did came after intercourse. And, and uh, that was something. Right. And then, historically, right. in human history, years after, yeah, in human history, it never, you know, it's considered uh, a grand slam. Well, it was considered uh, uh, deviant and, and beyond what. Yeah, because what it, when was that considered doing? deviant? Is that true? Oh, it was. It was. Out, well, it was against the law in many states. Anything that didn't have anything to do with um, procreation. procreation was considered just because it felt good, oh and that was God. considered deviant. Yeah. I should be on death row. And, and so. And so it's interesting now that you know how we even concern, why we even concern ourselves with what is virginity, what isn't. I mean, you basically had a sexual experience with this young man, and and uh, certainly there are more implications to having intercourse. The feelings are cha- different when you do that. You sort of, in terms of your emotional connection, becomes more intense. That there are increased risks, obviously, of pregnancy, and and maybe increased risk of sexually transmitted disease. And he was a virgin too, is that right? Or um, as far as I know. As far as you know. I say stay with him. I mean, you got to admire this guy for sucking it up after he ejaculated. I mean, a story like that typically would have been he ejaculated, washed his hands, and then he went home. Right. You know, he, yeah. this guy actually stayed around and, and uh, uh, did his duty. Yeah, that's huge. That'll wear off. So enjoy it while you can, Beth. But Not listen, kind of listen, uh, don't have intercourse yet. Oh, uh, any, yeah. planning on it. <laughs> I have a few rules. Uh, people who call the vagina the virgina, people that call the uh, scrotum the nut sack, and mm-hmm. people that want to know whether you can be impregnated because the guy, uh, you gave the guy a hand job and then you washed up and then he gave you one. These are people that should not be having intercourse also, yet. Also, had oral sex and asked what they just did. Okay. You had oral sex, okay, Beth. what if you just have two out of those four? Uh, you know, then I you're good. I have a friend. John, you're an adult. You can do what you may. All right. Six, I'm sorry. Oh, That's okay. strong Please, work on kid's part. Slade, 17. His name is Slade. Yes, um, Probably hi. not. Hey, hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, I'd like to say that this show rules, man. Thank you. And I'd like to know, if, and I got two questions. One, are you um, if um, not, um, are you going to be at the HF Festival again? Because last time, how's, I how's that Ritalin coming, Slade? How's that? You taking the Ritalin? <laughs> oh, are we going to be at the? Is Adam going to be at the HFS Festival? Well, yeah, because um, well, because Doctor Joe, you weren't there. Correct. Yeah, no, <laughs> I told you when I was on stage where he was. He did yeah, make it out to D.C. He was just uh, had a uh, 15 Filipino hookers up in his uh, I was Hyatt not, room, and he couldn't make it. Oh, no, not yeah, in D.C. Got, he was with the convention of cops. Thing on, on my um, VCR. All right. All right, and I got a question. Slade, yes, I'll try and be there. Okay, thanks. And I got a question. Um... Well, uh, all right, here's the question. All right, here's the story. Wait a minute. I saw John Stewart there last time I was there. I was there. That's right, in D.C., right? Yeah, yeah. There was such a... Uh, I got there. There was such a paucity of Filipino hookers. Apparently one guy. <laughs> and, uh, no, that's not true. Is Slade your real name, Slade? Uh, no. Yeah. What's your real name? Alex. All right, Alex. What's your question? Alex. Okay, here's, here's... All right, first let me tell you. All right, I was with this girl, right? And my friend brought her over. So um, she wanted to have sex with me because... My friend, um, my friend Henry, he um he didn't want her no more. So right, 
on one time I was I was having sex with her. Then she asked for me to come. Um, she wanted to come back over my house again, right? And so what? And so when I was making love, like the last ten minutes of what, it. What? Huh? <laughs> the last ten minutes? Yeah. So she had to. Um, she had to leave by, uh, at a certain time. Uh huh. And mm. and the last ten minutes. I um I um while I was working her my I, <laughs> you're silky smooth. Ah, I see you're a union Alex. man, Alex. I was working her. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. Well, I was having sex with her. How's that? All right, yeah. What's your question? Okay. And then, Drew has that puzzled look, which <laughs> which, which means his uh, he's going to be planning an intervention for you soon. But go ahead, Alex. Okay, here's my question. Is it is it like a bad thing for a man's penis to shrink up during sex? Uh, it's a very common thing, and be careful because the fact that it has happened will make you so anxious that you'll be preoccupied with the possibility of it happening again, and it might happen again. You know, guys your age, it's typically because you're anxious or you're in a relationship that's not very comfortable to you. And provided you're not on any medications, you're not having any uh, physical problems, uh, medical problems. I'm preoccupied with it now. Yeah, now, we can, now that we just talked about it's it. It's usually performance anxiety that causes it. Now, what was your take on Alex, Drew? Anything? Uh, nothing that I could begin to dismantle. <laughs> can I say my take on Alex? Yes. Marvelous storyteller. <laughs> I was transposed, transfixed, <laughs> transmuted. Him and uh, Burl Ives. Lily, <laughs> 14, you're on Loveline oh, with boy. John Stewart. Oh, boy. Hi. Um, hey. Okay, I'm spending that at my friend's house tonight. Excellent. And um, we were discussing, like, because we went, got to the conclusion that we kind of, like, like each other. <laughs> and we don't know if, like, we should. You and your girlfriend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have, have you ever had feelings for girls before? Kind of. Have you ever had sex before? No. How, you, how old is she? Were you were you abused in some fashion when you were a lot younger? No. No, never sexually abused by anybody. Touched in strange ways. No. She's just bored. Uh, where are you calling from? From um, Covina. Oh, okay. Wait, lesbian though. Someone who's attracted to another woman—that's not a sign of abuse, is it? Fourteen. I, I'm fourteen. She's fourteen. Yeah, but if you're gay, I would imagine you'd know that pretty early, wouldn't you? Uh, well. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, John. I'm Adam. Sorry. I just found it out today when I saw you. <laughs> no, at fourteen. A fourteen-year-old who is who is thinking seriously about acting out in a same-sex manner usually is confused about their sexual identity. Usually, hmm. you, you know, most homosexuals have difficulty struggling with acknowledging that's what they are. But as you know, Drew, whenever we have uh, homosexuals in the Loveline studio and we ask them, when did you know you were gay, it's, they go, you know, they, oh, like, I, yeah, I was a yeah. zygote when I, I, was, when uh, I find a sexual when I knew. Four. But you know, they, you, right. they, it's very unusual for them to decide to act on it at 13, 14. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. So, in, fact, in fact, any 14-year-old, I don't care if it's same sex or heterosex, right. I'm going to ask that same question because right. that, that is premature to be a- acting out sexually. So, Lily, what were you planning on doing? Good like, question. kind of like going all the way. Really? <laughs> Sean just uh, lost his M&M's. Lily, I would just, whether it was a boy or a girl, I would suggest you not do that. That uh, At your age, it's, it's going to be very confusing. And if you are still, as it is, unclear about what your sexual orientation is, this is going to make it even more confusing for you. It's not likely to clarify it. Yes, you care about your friends very much. Sometimes those feelings of intimacy can translate at your age into feelings of sexuality, and they can get very confusing. You may ultimately be lesbian. That's fine. You may ultimately be heterosexual. That's fine. But don't act when you're confused. What if they just play around a little bit, like uh, make out and stuff? Do you say that uh, not so much? 
I say that not so much. Then. Yeah, stay away from that as well. No, All no, right. no. I'm, I'm, oh, that's I'm, not so bad. I'm not saying you – know, the problem is that usually goes to other things. And right. All right, Lily, can't you do what I did when I was your age, which is uh, stay up late calling cute guys and then hanging up? That's what you used to do when you were her age? Yes. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, yeah no. I think you, you did. I, I, maybe I meant chicks, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm a little confused now. The point is, is this everyone everyone is getting some these days? I mean, it's You're like a very bitter man. Night after night, you think every I night really do. I curse uh, my own uh, my own upbringing because of this. I got nothing in high school, and everyone's out having uh, threesomes and lesbian experiences. It's crazy. And, it's the internet. It, it's uh, it's a different day. Things. Holly. Hi. Hey. I've, yeah, I have a question for John. Well, I have a comment for John Stewart. She's older. Holly, you're older, aren't you? Yes. She's oh, 30. Phew, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, John? Yes, Holly. Yeah, I want to thank you for the great job you did on Later. Oh. Um, I'm a big fan of the show. My pleasure, Holly. And I enjoyed I miss, it very much. I really miss Greg a lot. I wish we'd come back on the air. I'm sure he will. But uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I just want to say that she's a super job. Right. Thank you, So he's done shooting those um, LeBaron commercials for Chrysler. He should no, be right no, back no, on no, the air. the wrong guy. <laughs> Greg Kinnear, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you guys get him on the air po- there possibly at all? Can you guys maybe get him? It would be great if you can get him on uh, the let, let me tell you something. Uh, yeah. So produce- I guess we're not enough. I guess, you know, maybe me, Adam, and Drew, not really enough for Holly. <laughs> Holly needs more. <laughs> Producer Ann could get anybody. Okay. And she could get uh, Bella Lugosi if, if she had to. Oh, great. Sherry Lewis is on and Lamb Chop the following yeah, week. It would be great if you can, yeah. All sock puppets, all week. <laughs> all right, listen. Uh, John Stewart is uh, twice the comedian Greg Kinnear is. Oh no way! Oh, Holly, yes, we're going head please. to head. <laughs> Holly, don't you have like a story for us, like some sort of thing you did, deviant, that kind of thing? Mm, no, really. All right, let me let me scratch beneath the surface just a little bit here. Are you married, Holly? No. No. How old are you, Holly? Thirty. Thirties. Uh huh. Thirties. Uh huh. Have any kids? No. So you're a spinstress. Yes. Okay. Uh, you like men? Yes. Do you work in a library? No. Do they like you? Yes. They do? Yes. Okay, you date? You have a boyfriend? Not really, no. Okay. How are you looking? Okay. Okay. You happy? Yeah. Do you know any spells or potions? No. Okay, you're not into the Wicca. That's no, good. no, no. that no, would mean no, you'd be uh, grotesquely overweight and You don't have drink funny the blood. Hair. Do you drink what? the blood? No, I don't drink blood. All right. Uh, how many men have you had in your life, Holly? Too many. Oh, really? Wow. All right. A little vagina break? What? Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Oh, you guys also love Bloodline, too. You guys do a great job. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Holly. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right. She was redeemed. A little later on in here. <laughs> Not that redeemed. She didn't tell you guys uh, there was a better show somewhere. <laughs> yeah, well, this long as she likes our show. Um right. A little later on in the evening, I will be reading the uh, HAT test, the uh, heterosexual aptitude test. I did the uh, GAT test, the uh, gay aptitude test, uh, I think sometimes, sometime last week. And we'll be uh, warming over uh, comedy from months gone by by the uh, jat? doing the HAT test. The Pardon? Jew aptitude test? We can get into that, too, right. if you'd like to uh, scribble out a few notes during I the break, perhaps. Stuff. I'm going to write it in Sanskrit. <laughs> Clive, 23, you're on Loveline with John Stewart. What's up, Clive? Hi. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, uh, I'd just like to say, first of all, that, uh, Adam, you're a comic uh, genius. I would hope on any night to be as funny as you are every night. Thank you, Clive. And uh, Dr. Drew, I admire a great deal. And actually, my question is probably for him. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, you talk all the time on the show about uh, infantile sexual experiences and how they shape personality right. and how uh, before someone is, say, 18, they're not really prepared physiologically 16, for... 16, yeah. The orgasmic experience. Well, well no, 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 no. Prepared. But go ahead. That's the, the, what I'm saying is that that before 16, typically sexual intercourse is 
can be overwhelming. The emotional experience can have a lot of impact on somebody. Well, I just wonder what you'd make of my experience. I um, this isn't a recollected memory or anything like that. I, I've always known this. It just I don't know why it's concerned me recently. But I'm I have um, I have memories of uh, masturbating at age four, and I, I know it was that age because just when I just before I turned five, we moved, and I remember where I was. What do you, What do you mean by masturbating? What uh, you I mean, like uh, every day, I would. Uh, well, you know, when I, I would, I would, I would sleep a lot, and I would sleep in odd places around the house, and I remember sort of rubbing up a lot, and even actually having orgasms—no ejaculate, of course—but uh, uh, I mean, actual. I remember actually trying to. Clive, what do you do? You masturbate to like Highlights magazine at that age, or uh, what do you use for your stimulation? Just uh, a lot of romper room episodes. That, that I don't really remember. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't think I was actually using visual images at that age. I don't All know. Right. You know who had the same experience was uh, Andy Dick shared with us that he uh, really. He was at he, four. He, at, at five, they took him to a urologist because he was having urologic problems from masturbating too much. Right. He uh, told us that in all confidence uh, <laughs> off the air uh, last hands. time he was in here. Well, I'm glad we're still talking about it. Hey, Drew, you want to gamble on this call? Uh, I don't think he, he would. He would be putting it in a different context. He doesn't have any memory of anything like that happening. That, that's always the concern, Clive. Is that premature sexualization is associated with having been sexualized in some way. Right, but I mean, everyone diddles themselves throughout. That's, I mean, that's true. It's normal at that age there, for that to be happening. There comes a point right after potty training, which yep. is don't diddle yourself in public training, yep. when a parent has right. to say to their young child, hey, get your goddamn hand out of your pants Can for I five minutes. Then? Why do you take a break? What in other that? words, like let's say I'm diddling at four or five, right? Right. And I'm enjoying it. Right. All of a sudden at seven or eight, I stop. No diddling. Oh, no, no, my friend. My hands are getting bigger. What, why? Now, why would you stop that, seeing as it's probably reasonably pleasant? Right. And then you fire up again around 13. Fire up around 13, uh, mostly to the Diner Shore show, 4 p.m., hoping your brother doesn't come home. <laughs> Oops, sharing too much. <laughs> and then you quit about six months after you die. Exactly. Uh, I don't uh, I don't know. Well... Then the hormones then kick in around thirteen, right. and you start up again. So yeah, when I you're young, when you're young, you're like 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 when someone is retarded or something, and they don't mm-hmm. know not to do things that are socially inappropriate. Right, they like they'll, they'll hug girls. Right, and then they get taught. Yeah, <laughs> they get taught, but, and but they, they cuddle also, and stuff. There are also yeah. sort of stages in development, and this preoccupation with certain areas of the body in terms of where an individual receives their pleasure from. Right, and you sort of move from area to area, and finally it becomes a more mature kind of. Integrated. Right. I split it up now as an adult between uh, the TV, the fridge, and my genitalia. Yeah. The, I, that I is had, my uh, devil's triangle you know of pleasure. When I discover the fridge, I'll be able to split it up like that. Right now, I'm 50 50. <laughs> TV, genitalia. That's where I'm at. Clive? Yeah. All right. So, what's your problem? Do you have any? I uh, know. I was just wondering if uh, yeah, if he, he would think it was uh, well. I, I wanted to know for twelve if it was usual, and um, uh, it, if he would make anything. Uh, it's certainly not usually go to orgasm. It, uh, you know, obviously in in with the deluge of uh, callers that we get here that have been through premature sexual encounters, uh, it worries me that something happened. Maybe you saw your parents having sex, or something you were sexualized in some way. But if you're able to have normal, intimate, stable relationships. It suggests that you're fine. It's just one of those things. You just have a, a better memory than most people of that part of your developmental cycle. Right. You just started the uh, breaking in process of the penis a little earlier most than don't, most. Don't, That's don't all. Go, go to orgasm, though. That's kind no, of you can't orgasm at four, well, can you? He some, th- something like an orgasm was happening. Well, you can't yeah, ejaculate. Not, perhaps you not an orgasm, perhaps an epiphany. <laughs> perhaps he just discovered. <laughs> had, a, had an idea the for a brilliant. The light came down. And... Yeah, he composed something, perhaps. Uh, Drew, why don't you sell the hell All right. out we, of the next We've got call. some poor sap here who shares good names, by the way. Traits with Adam. Oh. Call me. Don't be afraid. You can call me. Maybe it's later. Call me, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Loveline, we'll be right back. Wash your hands. Ah, yes, Loot Crate. It's a monthly subscription box service for geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than 20 bucks a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, one-of-a-kind items, and more. They're guaranteed to be 40 bucks plus in value in every crate. That's more than double. Hell, even I can do that math. Loot Crate is like a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. So let's get cracking, people. You've got until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. But when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So let's get to getting. Make sure you head to lootcrate.com forward slash ace, enter the code ace, and save 10% on any new subscription. That's lootcrate.com forward slash ace and save 10%. Hi, this is Jed Apatow. Hear my conversation with Brett Easton Ellis. Hey, what's up? This is Kanye. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith. Hear my conversation with great Brett Easton Ellis. Hello, this is Marilyn Manson. I'd like you to listen to me on the Brett Easton Ellis podcast. Hey, this is Brett Easton Ellis. Check out my podcast on Podcast One, where my guests and I will be discussing all the issues that keep the pop culture world moving, talking, and thinking. It's the Brett Easton Ellis podcast on Podcast One. All right, back with uh, John Stewart, the comedian's comedian. He will be uh, filling in for Tom Schneider uh, all uh, coming up this week, Monday through Friday, CBS, 1230. I'm sure he'll be brilliant because he always is. We're just going to have fun and just talk about sex. I'm just going to take <laughs> this experience and utilize it. The just parlay it into, into exactly. that. Larry Flint in later this week. Uh, Cake in later this week. Uh, Steve Gutenberg in later this week. Steve Gutenberg later next one week. One of these right? things he is not like the oh, other one. One of these oh, okay. things one doesn't week. belong. Uh, well, Gutenberg is now into next week. So, Cake, uh, Larry Flint, and Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> we uh, run the gamut here. <laughs> Phone number one eight hundred L O V E one nine one. Fax number three one zero eight five four forty four fifty five. I'm Adam Carroll. That is Doctor Drew. All right, I'm going to read the uh, <clears throat> HAT test, the uh, heterosexual aptitude test. I did the GAT test, the gay aptitude test, uh, last week. And um, maybe we'll get back and get into the LAT test, the lesbian aptitude test, and uh, many other tests. Now, are you suggesting along. that there are people that are more solidly gay than others by using the aptitude test? We have a lot of folks calling in that are a little ambivalent. They're, uh, mm-hmm. they're on the uh, gay fence. They, and don't, they don't have the knowledge? I mean, in, in terms of aptitude? or They're not quite sure where they... Well, they're not sure where they are, mm-hmm. and this helps through a definitive test that's, uh, you know, you, you give yourself points, right. you tally them up, and you can tell right. where you stand. Are where, they direct questions like, do you enjoy genitalia some, some similar of, to yours? Some of them are. I, I, right. You may want to go along with this one. Uh, the heterosexual one? Yeah, you may want to, you know, uh, take I'll take yourself. it. Do you have a pen? Yeah, I have a pen right here. All right. Here's a pen. Uh, that's I don't right. know what this is, I but that uh, oh, you do. Now, right, if, we'll if I draw just that. a picture of a naked woman, does that mean I get a hundred? <laughs> With now, a little this, arrow. This is the male. My thing goes here. <clears throat> right. This is the male heterosexual aptitude test. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Is this multiple choice or essay? Just listen. Okay. Laugh and learn. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself a point for every time you've urinated in the tub. Oh my god. 
And uh, add an additional five points if you just made a special trip to pee in the tub. I mean, not that you were in the tub or in the shower or even disrobed. That I'm, you just, just urinated in the tub. I'm going to do this question since New Year's. Okay. I can't count that high. Five points for every time you've eaten something off a lunch truck. Add an additional point for uh, every time you've eaten some, uh, you've made a meal out of something you've either shot, trapped, or backed over. If you've named your penis, add five points. Now, here's a twist. If you've named your buddy's penis, deduct 25 points. Oh, boy. You see how this works? I've got a lot of friends. Add a point for every time you've barbecued. Add an additional point for every time you've slopped beer on whatever you're barbecuing. You know your man when you're spilling a little of the old Milwaukee on on the queue. All right. Give yourself a point for... uh, any one of one or more of these items that you uh, may own. A gun rack, an issue of big brown jugs, a Barbie Twins calendar, a bowling trophy, a vibrating electronic football game, a domestic beer can collection. Slow down. Are you caught up? Yeah. A still, a hypoid saw, a roto hammer. Is this a heterosexual test for the 30s or for now? <laughs> <laughs> what year is this? Let me tell you, if you own a still, I don't care what, <laughs> what day and age we're in, you're all, right. all man. All right, Capone. A jack... A sledge, uh, sorry, a jack sledge or waffle in framing hammer. Add five points for if you own a Playboy air freshener. Uh, ten points if you have a penthouse air freshener dangling from your rear view. If you know the words to any college fight song, add five points. If you've ever wiped yourself with a tube sock, what give yourself five to, points. To just Sarah Lawrence, then have, do you get any points for that? Uh, that would be under the lesbian aptitude test. All right. All right, musically, uh, one point for every uh, CD that you have uh, of the following bands, and five points if it's an eight-track. Ted Nugent, Leonard Skinner, Black Sabbath, Guar, Molly Hatchet, Foghat, Megadeth. Did you go to my high school? (laughs) Billy Squire, or as I like to call him, just Squire. 38 Special, Warrant, White Zombie, Crocus, Ozzy Osbourne, Danzig, BTO, White Snake, and Thin Lizzy. It's like you're reading my diary. If you drive an El Camino, a Dually, a Stepside, or a Steak Bed pickup truck, give yourself five points. An additional 20 points if any of those vehicles bear the No Fat Chicks license plate frame. All right? And uh, this one's especially for me. If you've ever had a pal shave your ass, add 50 points. All right. How'd you fare there, John? 1,338 points. You are all man. Drew, you got a call? Yeah. All right. Uh, Sean, 25, you're on Loveline. Howdy. Hey. I just want to say, John, you're cool. Um, Thanks, mostly, John. I wanted to, to thank Adam and Drew. You guys are true humanitarians for what you do for people. Thank you. <clears throat> we wouldn't do it if we didn't get paid a tremendous amount of money, though, Sean. I'm going to be honest. I'm sure. What's your question? Um, well, I just wanted to comment that you are not the only one who hasn't gotten laid in the past or is presently not getting laid. Uh-huh. He's he's actually, Adam's kidding. <laughs> yes, I'm kidding. You're deadly, deadly serious. Yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't get it much through high school, but right. then, the I, then I kind of blossomed, blossomed, and I'm kind of going through the dry spell. How old are you now? 25. How long is this oh. dry spell? Uh, a couple of months. Yeah, oh, t- a couple of months. Please. You don't know dry. It's like telling a Bedouin you live in a sandbox, my friend. <laughs> Sean? Yeah. Two months uh, hardly makes a dry spell. Nah. All right. You're, you're getting, you, you know, you sound disturbed about this, though, nonetheless. Anytime there's a character on Melrose Place who's getting laid less than you, you're still doing okay. <laughs> and, and it's, I, I'm suspicious that you may be sort of frustrated with the way your relationship's going. Is that is that uh, safe to say? Well, um... 
I don't have a relationship. Right. I mean, you're getting a bit of an age when uh, you, you start to want something more substantial. Yeah. Is that where you're at now? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you just you just sort of shifted gears, and uh, you know, if you if you if it's worth waiting for, it's worth waiting for. I mean, you're going to have to work for this one because this is going to be a real relationship. You've been messing around since since post high school. All right, listen, forget Sean. And Look, good night, he's Sean. not getting laid. Big All deal. Right. Lorraine, 21, you're on Loveline. Oh, jeez. Wow. <clears throat> hi. Hey. Uh, i got to say this is the first time I ever really tried calling in because John Stewart is the SH. You know what, what. He certainly is. <laughs> Thank, you. Shoe. Thank you, Lorraine. <laughs> Definitely, I mean that. Shop. Sh- okay. Sean thought I was cool. What's your question, Lorraine? I got two. The first one is uh, um, I'm not currently on any kind of birth control, but um, the pill is supposed to be the most um, effective one yes, there is, is out there, from the what right. I understand. Yes, that is correct. Okay. My boyfriend's been telling me, and I asked him about this before, too, because he seems to know that the Norplant method, um, he told me that the Norplant has the same stuff in it that the pill does. Basically, it does. So why, I mean, why do I think that I've been hearing that the Norplant method has been having less of a success rate? Um, I don't know where you've heard that. There's, <laughs> there's problems with it. I mean, people don't like well, you know, it. talk talk on the street, Drew. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where you're hearing. A lot of street corner people talk talking Norplant. Yeah. Hey, Lorraine, can I ask you a different question? Does it bother you that your boyfriend is a contraception expert? Does it bother me? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you come home with a boyfriend, and he seems to have it all worked out contraception-wise. I don't know. That would kind of bug me. It's like when, you know, you go out with a girl, and she's got, like, a file link cabinet filled with condoms, you know. It's just... Yeah, yeah I, mean, I see what you mean, but it doesn't... I don't look at it that way. These days, uh-huh. uh, this is also different since you were in high school. It's considered healthy. Oh, my God. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. all right. Yes. Bo- yeah. Both those situations are considered healthy. Yeah. Okay, well, I was just wondering about that. If, I mean, maybe I have been hearing false things about well, Do you it. want to get the Norplant? <laughs> God, no. Okay, they go on the birth control pill. That's well, yeah, I'm fun. going is to. That, uh, is that healthy, the birth control pill? Uh, for this age, you know, 18 to 30, it probably is healthier to be on the pill than not if you're going to be sexually active. Should I get on it? No. <laughs> uh, that, that, it, that certainly the risks of pregnancy are far greater than the risk of taking the pill. What far about, greater. did you read about that company that sl- they, they reversed the sugar pills and the birth control pills in the package? By accident. You know what I'm talking about? By yes. accident. Yeah. So right. women were taking like sugar, sugar pills. pills when they thought they were right. taking the Right, because pills. a packet will have 30 or 31 pills or something like that, or right. 28, 28 pills now or whatever the month up. is. I mean, that's, just, that's, that's not like putting up. the cotton in the aspirin bottle. I mean, that's a screw. That's a big screw up. <laughs> yeah. I've not heard of that one. But, but um, I just wanted to reiterate, well, I didn't reiterate before, but iterated, but I did want to say that him knowing about it, um, it's kind of helpful. I've never looked at it as kind of being a cumbersome thing. All right. Go, go on no, the that pill. Is the pill good. is a very safe means of contraception. The risks of the pill are far less than the risk of pregnancy. That women your age on the pill have lower risk for things like pelvic inflammatory disease. When they get right. pelvic yeah. inflammatory disease, they have shorter yeah. hospitalizations. There's lots of reasons to be on it. If you're a non-smoker, you're under 30, I think that's the way. What's oh, your yeah, second that's, question? That's, that's a downer because I am. And right. I'm also worried about the weight gain thing. Right. Uh, there, there, if you have migraines, if you have other reasons to, to not be on the pill, I mean, think about it long and hard. There are lots of different dosings. The, the pills who should be you able can to control avoid it, right? Different some kinds. of these, some of these, right? Effects. They got oh, really? the low overall, and then right. is there high overall? There's overall. Oh, okay, <laughs> you know what? I always found to be a very effective contraception um, ass acne. <laughs> yes, that takes the uh, wind out of the sexual cell, yeah, in many ways. Yeah, <laughs> Lorraine, sometimes I just draw it yeah. on. What's your, what's your second question? Second question, this is sort of a howdy doody like uh, pattern. Yeah, what okay. is it? Uh, this has been bothering me actually for a couple of years now because I've been dating him for about that long. Oh. And um, I wasn't a virgin when I met him, but I definitely was definitely inexperienced when I met him. And um, 
I was getting the feeling, and it wasn't a feeling, it was true, that I wasn't having orgasms as much as we'd like for me to have because I wasn't masturbating. And um, all throughout my childhood, I never touched myself, I mean, really at all. And he was definitely the most first sexual relationship I've ever had, I mean, intensely sexual. And um, once in a while, he'll ask me if I've done it, you know, when he wasn't around and, you know, if I, you know, came. And I'd have to say, no, I haven't. And um, the truth is, I just don't think about it. But I think I love having sex with him, and I do love having sex and everything that comes with it. All right. Well, that's it. No you problem. Well, We're you moving get, on. You getting rid of her? I was getting hot. <laughs> if it ain't uh, broke, don't fix it. She likes having sex. Uh, he makes her hot. She enjoys sex. Good enough. You, you want to masturbate? Get into it. What, what else can we say? Or, or don't. Julie, 16, you're on Loveline. Hi. Um, all right. <clears throat> About a week ago, me and my boyfriend were having sex. Ay, ay, ay. And um, on the middle of it, he screamed out my best friend's name. <laughs> uh-huh. That's, yeah. uh, that can be disconcerting. Yeah. And did you uh, uh, clamp down on him like a pit bull at that point? No. no that okay. sounds like a bad episode of Three's Company, huh? It <laughs> really does. Jack. Chrissy. <laughs> all right. Julie. Listen, uh, we got to go talk to Mr. Roper for a few minutes. All right. We'll come back, and we'll uh, tackle this uh, disturbing problem. Who shouts out names? Now the Loveline Weather Report for the nation. Mostly neurotic throughout the southwest. There'll be some scattered indiscretions around the Great Salt Lake. Also overnight, partly chronic in parts of Virginia. Loveline will be right back. So you've got a couple of minutes to go catch something. PetFlow.com, man. Love these guys. Want to welcome our new sponsor, PetFlow.com. Pets have taken over our lives. I love my Molly girl. Tired, though. Got to go get the food. Got to schlep it in. Got to drag it up the driveway. PetFlow.com. They take care of all that. The most convenient place on the web to buy your pet food. Schedule your pet's food and have it shipped free. That's right. Right to your front door. That's all. Stop thinking about it. Check that box. More than 200 health-conscious pet brands to choose from. So if your pet likes it, they got it there. And then no more arguing with your wife. Who's going to run out? What are they going to eat? PetFlow.com forward slash ace. Save time. Save money. Do it today. Check every day because they have doorbusters. Great prices. Prices as low as a penny. You can try PetFlow.com today. Get 20% off your pet's favorite food. Go to www.petflow.com. Dot com forward slash ace help support the show it's petflow.com forward slash ace save money save time support the show petflow.com all right Love line, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191, fax number 310-854-4455, sitting here with John Stewart and Dr. Drew and myself, Adam Carolla. When we left off, we are speaking to uh, Julie. Julie's 16. Julie's boyfriend shouted out the name of her friend. Is that true? Yes. All right. I had to punch her, her up friend. before I ask her questions. Her best friend. Julie. Yeah. What is the name of your best friend? Monica. Okay, and uh, he screamed it out in the uh, at the uh, peak at the climax. 
well, a little before that. Why don't you guys share what you were talking about off the air a little bit? Uh, John was uh, blaming the blacks for all the problems in today's society, and I said it was the Jews, and then and we almost got in a fist we fight because I found out he was Jewish. Uh, we what were, were we talking, talking about? about uh, on the break, we were talking about oh. that. That sounds like such a TV moment that right. somebody's shouting out somebody's name during sex. I've had a lot of sex. I've never heard anyone shout out a name. I hear this a lot: wrong hole. Right. But I never hear anyone's Jeez. name. I've had my roommate. I hear my eye, but I never hear a. Uh, I've had my roommate, which goes along with a, a wrong hole, by the way, sometimes. I've had my roommate shout out my name and exactly. pound on the wall and yell, you know, quit masturbating so loudly. Right, right, right. But, but honestly, have you ever heard of anyone no. shouting out a name? Nope. I would find that disconcerting, if, even if it was my name. Right. You'd stop. You'd and, stop and go, what? What? Are you all right? Exactly. What's going on? Right. It's like uh, some sort of uh, sexual page in the middle of is sex. He, is he loud typically during sex? Excuse me. Is is he loud? Typically, does he does he shout other things? Does he make noise? No. No. He, he just blurted it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he has some form of uh, sexual Tourette's. Yeah. Okay. Now, who just entered the cabin? Oh, my mom. Okay. Your mom? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do we have to like change? And anyway, when you're growing rhododendrons, <laughs> what you need to do is take the soil <laughs> and till it. Uh. So. Did what? you question him about this, Julie? No, I don't know how to. No. Okay. Would you like me to question him about it? No. I think you would. No, I wouldn't. Let's really. get it over with. No. Please. I prefer if you wouldn't. Okay. Can I question him? Can, can we question Monica about this? Perhaps that, that there's something about that we should know about. Uh-uh. All right. We so should, nobody. Yeah, uh-huh. you guys followed through on that experience in spite of you being disturbed like that? Um, no. What happened? Well, nothing really. You mean you stopped in the middle of it? You, you like, threw him off? Um, no, but I didn't tell him what was wrong. How did he react? Did he do, a, like, a whoops? Um, he he didn't really... Which is one of the few things I will yell out during sex. Whoops. Yes. Yeah, I'll yell out. Whoops and sorry are my... my yeah. Is as audible as I get. Uh, he didn't... <laughs> and it's usually in that order. Whoops! Sorry! I just usually yell out, cash on table. <laughs> Don't call cop. Stay away from the coke on your way out. <laughs> so, Julie, he Oh, my God, my mom just walked in. <laughs> now what do I do? Oh! Julie, he didn't, uh, he didn't seem uh, apologetic or anything? No, he acted like nothing was wrong. All right, That's so he was crazy. playing it cool. All That's right, crazy. I think uh, I should confront him. Uh, if you won't let me confront him, then I think you need to confront him. Because obviously he's going to deny it no matter what. He's, gonna make, he's already minimizing it. And you're going to really, you're probably going to require somebody else to to push him a little bit to see if other people agree that he's not covering something up. Can I ask you, does he flirt with your friend Monica? Does he talk about her ever out of the sack? Nope. How long have you been out with your Never boyfriend? Never brings her up. Nope. How long have you been out with your boyfriend? Uh, about two months. Hmm. Okay, and you've never seen Monica and your boyfriend exchanging glances or anything like that? Never. No weird feelings. Okay, well, listen. Here's the situation, and uh, Drew, you're, uh, you, you say you're a doctor, so you'll know what I'm talking about. I had a, um, sometimes when you're, you're under duress, even mm-hmm. if it's sexual duress, you'll mm-hmm. shout out bizarre things. Like when people come out of a coma, they say bizarre, you know, it's not like the movies. I had a friend 
we went to Tijuana. He uh, he passed out on the border mm-hmm. in, just in a blacked out, and we knew it because we kicked him in the nuts a few times while he was lying there, mm-hmm. which is what good buddies do to find out if their friends are actually passed out or faking it. I'm he sorry. was passed out. We stuffed him in the back of a Celica, and we're driving into San Diego. And when he woke up from this, uh, what was about movie. a 45-minute blackout. Yes, it had uh, Shelley Long <laughs> in it. When he woke up, he yelled something from a commercial, uh, uh, Uncle Ben's converted rice com- commercial that had been running during the time. This is the uh, early 80s. Yeah, he yelled, Captain, we can't feed them boys sticky rice. <laughs> okay, he, that's did, the, he did not. That's the first thing out of the he guy's did. mouth. All right. Why he yelled, Captain, we can't feed them boys sticky rice? I don't know. I don't know if he knows. It was lodged somewhere in his brain, and it just came crawling out right at that time. So what you're saying is it might be a different Monica. It might be from a commercial. <clears throat> it could be. Was there an Uncle Ben's commercial that involved someone named Monica? Could have been Monocle. Monocle. He was yelling out for Colonel Clink. <laughs> oh, gun. I yell that a lot during sex. Schultz. Nick. Yeah? Nick, you're 12. Yeah. All right. Nick? Yeah. All right, uh, I got this problem. Yes. Right. Yeah. There's this girl I like, and uh, she knows that I like her. She knows you like her? Yeah, she knows that I like her. Right. But I don't know if I should ask her out or not. You yeah. know, I went to her house for the past few days and called her on the phone. You hung out at her house? Yeah, basically. What would asking her out entail? What would that mean to you? Like just saying, like, would you go out with me? Where would you go? No, I mean like like uh, like as a couple. Like, but, but how is Six asking out Puerto Vallarta <laughs> different than hanging out at her house? What I'm trying to figure out. Well, you know, it's just, just like being together. And it's like official. It's in the yeah, schools. If you ask somebody out, you're officially a couple, you right. and that's your first step. You should do it, Nick. Yeah. Were you, what were you doing at her house? Let's were you, do it hang, now for were you hanging out with your bro- with her brother or something like that? No, I was hanging out with her, me and my friend. You get along with her? You like her as a person? Yeah. She's cool. What's cool about her? I was just her. She's like everything. She's really? cool. She's funny. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Does that uh, retainer turn you on? Huh, of course. Yeah. I dug a retainer, too. Nick's I used smooth. to take an eyebrow pencil and just paint a black line across my teeth. You Did know, you really? Like You've the, obviously never worn one or you would Like joke. the uh, Andrews sisters used to do during the, you know, in the 40s during the war years when they were, you know, on their leg. When they didn't have uh, the Is that silk. True? Yeah. And they would draw on the stockings? Yeah. When they were using the, uh, they were using all the nylon for parachutes and whatnot, yeah. women would just draw a line down the side of their leg that looked like a seam with an eyebrow pencil. Can I tell you something, Adam? That's, That's why I go nuts whenever I take mushrooms, by the way. I think about things like this. My God, a woman <laughs> is drawing a, she's doing it like a, she's detailing her leg with a, with a, uh, Eyebrow right. pencil. Can I just say, excellent to use an Andrew sister reference for 12-year-old Nick, <laughs> who I'm sure is just thinking, I have no idea what you're talking about. Connie Andrew? What? Connie Stevens? Who? Andrew right. Stevens? Nick. Yeah. I'm going to talk to her. Let's call her, Nick. Let's do it. Let's call her. Home. I already called her. Like, Conference her. You did? Yeah. Where is she? I don't know if she's home because she went go-kart racing or the day because she right. came back. She's kind of a tomboy. She's physical. You like to get outside and play a little football? Huh? No, we play basketball. Oh, really? Yeah. Excellent, Nick. All right. She taller than you, Nick? No. Okay, good. Good man. Nick. Yeah. We're going to talk to her. Uh, you are? Have you yeah. kissed her yet, Nick? Huh? Have you kissed her yet? Yeah. Nick, what? you're already going out. Huh? No, no, no. We went out, like, last year, and then we were supposed to get back together. Uh-huh. But we, like, never did because, like, like, I don't know, just, like, this lie went around, and I don't know. 
Hey, you know what? Lives get so complicated, Nick. Yeah, especially it's 11, so 12 hard. years old. You and your just career. Just for a second, remember that, that feeling. Nick. Just remember. Her, put she, your, so you're 12 again. Just be there for a minute. I was humiliated at 12. I can't even. Nick is so far ahead of me right now yeah. than I ever was at 12. Nick, you're doing but, very but even well. Nick doing well and pr- on track, it's uncomfortable for him. You oh, know what I'm man. saying? Absolutely. Nick, you're a, uh, you're a uh, sexual tiger. You're a strong man, Nick. Where do you want to take You want to take her to a movie? Huh? You want to well, take? Yeah, I've been to a movie with her once with all the friends and stuff. All right. You ever been out with her by yourself? Huh? That's what he wants to do. No, you never been out with That's her That's what you yourself. need to do. Yeah. You don't need um, Let's some, call her. an acne-riddled uh, chaperone with you. You know what you we should do? You need your own thing. We should actually call her folks and do it the proper way, the English way. Right. Yeah. And get the permission from the folks and make this thing official. No, because, like, uh, like, her mom's also, her, mom, her mom's, like, nice and stuff. Yeah. But her dad's, like... He's a little wicked. Very. Right. And, He's right. probably just protective of his daughter, yeah. Nick. It's nothing personal against you. I've, I've yeah. been through that. Nick, yeah. here's the situation. We're going to put you on hold. Right. You're going to give uh, the lovely phone screener, Lisa, her number off the air, and we'll talk to her. We, there's a lot of testosterone in this room, and uh, between the three of us, I guarantee a date. I can't guarantee uh, kids. I can't guarantee a marriage or a relationship, but I can guarantee one date. You know what I think, honestly? You're going to try and snake Nick, and you're going to end up going out with her. And yeah. I don't trust you. Bird one. dog Nick. I think you're going to bird dog Nick. Listen, I uh, I need a youngin. John. What's up? What's Seventeen. On? You're on Love Line with John Stewart. What's going on, John? Hey, John. Adam. Hey. I got a problem here. I've been masturbating since I was thirteen. No problem there. Normal. And and I just haven't quit. That's also normal. Ain't going to stop, my friend. To, four to six times a day. Get used to it. Four to six times a day. Yeah, and I'm just like a pornaholic and everything. All right, so it's it's a, it's the compulsivity that's bothering you. You're not. Uh-huh. A, do you have a girlfriend, or have you ever had a girlfriend? Yeah, I've had a girlfriend. And do you you do okay at school? Yeah, I'm alright. You're able to function okay. This doesn't preoccupy you to the point that you can't function. Oh no. None of the textbooks are stuck together in the middle. Nah. Okay. Do you have any other stuff like that? Like, do you ever? Uh, how often do you wash your hands? Like a couple times a day, I guess. Okay, here's my little ratio. Always wash your hands more times than you masturbate. Right. That's just a little rule of thumb that I like to knit on a pillow but and keep like, on my couch. But not like 50 <laughs> times more. No, not 50 times more. But, I mean, if you're doing it six times a day and washing twice a day, we got a problem with yeah, the there's, ratio there's here. There's some math. There's, there's some math some, that needs some, to be done here. It's not gelling. John. Yeah. All right. So you're obsessed with your own genitalia. And porn. Let, let me ask and one porn. other question. Is there any alcoholism in your family? Huh? Is there any alcoholism in your family? Okay, because sexual, true sexual compulsion is an yeah, addiction. Yeah, my grandfather was an alcoholic. All right, so be careful. True addiction to sexual compulsion uh, can occur in the setting of alcoholism. Can I ask a question as well to John? John, how do you feel about women, like women your age, women you know? Do you respect them? Do you, you, you have a healthy respect for women, or, or do you sort of just uh, objectify them because you watch so much porn? I respect them. Yeah, so when you've dealt with women in the past in relationships, it's been relatively healthy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, my... Uh, <clears throat> My uh, notion of uh, of uh, not objectifying women, but of respecting women, is actually keeping the sound up while I'm watching the porn. You keep the sound up because yeah. they are acting. Right. That means uh, that means you have a very uh, healthy respect but, but for John, the female it, form. It, there's there's a couple of possibilities here, and you're going to have to stay alert to what's going on. It may be this is just your sexuality. Some people are have a lot more than others. All right. It may well, be I a comp- Hang on. It may be a compulsion, uh, and those compulsions, if they are truly an addiction, tend to be associated with problems dealing with aggressive feelings and things like uh, SA Sexaholics Anonymous can be available for you. All right, so he's going about 30 35 times a week. Can you can you can you 
can you cut down to maybe 20, 25 times a week? Right. I've tried, but... Go slow. Hey, do women frustrate you? Like, do you get frustrated around women? No, not at all. Oh, okay. So it's, and then the yeah. other thing is, if you if you're able to carry on, as John said, normal intimate relationships, it's, it may just be you. Just tune into what's going on in the next few years. You you may need to actually get some help for this. All right, we we need at the very to, least a new VCR. I mean, this guy's going to burn through these four heads. I mean, it's crazy. I need to uh, come up in the uh, Loveline Lab with some sort of uh, patch. You know, they have the uh, nicoderm and they have uh, yeah sure. some sort of like wackaderm or something something a man, even if it was just a placebo effect, but something that was there. Adam, it could just be just masking tape over his. You know, his wiener. That's All right, we'll just put the patch this. over the end of the penis. That's right. right. That's yeah, so it's not what's in the patch. It's where you put there. the patch. All right. Uh... Who needs porn at 17 to masturbate? Though? That's what I understand. I mean, at 17, you masturbate in the SI Sports <laughs> Illustrated uh, swimsuit. Are you kidding? I would look at the shadow on the ceiling of me masturbating and yeah, masturbate no to that point. when the, I was The uh, letter that age. W would send me off. Wait a minute. I just went. Okay. <laughs> Don't ever say W in front of me. All right. All right. Nick's friend, uh, young female friend, uh, said uh, no and hung up when we called her, uh, according to uh, said no, she Sherry or Lisa. I, I don't know what she said no about. Oh, but, uh, Drew, why don't you sell the hell out of the next one and we'll go to break. Uh, Brian is separated from his wife having an affair with an employee. Mm, healthy. Hi. Love line's going to be right back. All right, play the beat. Play, play the damn beat. What's going on? Your mission is to snack smarter, get in shape for the summer, of course, and the enemy is the vending machine. It's easy to talk tough about eating right, but when you're starving at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you're lightheaded, the evil vending machine is calling to you. Do not give in. Keep your eye on looking and feeling great all summer and head over to naturebox.com. Naturebox sends great-tasting snacks right to your door, and they are great for you as well. Healthy snacks, PB&J granola, pistachio power clusters, baked sweet potato fries, all with zero trans fat, zero high fructose corn syrup, and nothing artificial. And with free shipping anywhere in the U.S., NatureBox is busting up the vending machine monopoly on your midday hunger. Try NatureBox right now. Get 50% off your first box by going to naturebox.com slash podcast. That is naturebox.com slash podcast. Summer is here. It's time to snack smarter. And, of course, we all should be paying attention to our health. Stay full. Stay strong. Go to naturebox.com slash podcast. That is naturebox.com forward slash podcast. Let's face it. Going to Costco or Sam's Club can be really kind of a frustrating experience. Long lines, giant carts banging into you, big crowds impossible to find a parking spot and can be certainly a big time waster. Well, now, fortunately, Boxed.com helps alleviate these issues. Boxed.com allows you to do all your wholesale shopping on your mobile device. No membership fees and all the shipping is free for orders over $60. Boxed.com has hundreds of products similar to Costco and Sam's Club. Do you want to save yourself from the embarrassment of buying large quantities of, say, TP in public? Well, now Box.com is here to help you, and it will deliver hundreds of bulk-sized products right to your door, and again, for free for orders over $60. So just sit back, relax, and shop at your leisure online or on your mobile device. We'll notify you when your orders ship and when they're delivered. Stop paying retail and save yourself the headache and backache. With Box.com, we bring the Big Box Club experience to you. Save time, gas, and membership fees with Box Wholesale, the Big Box Club in your pocket. So get on your mobile device, visit Box.com, and enter promo code ADAM on the checkout screen for your 15% discount.
Hi, this is Rodney Dangerfield. I'll tell you, the guys here at Loveline are the greatest. They're the best, the best in the whole world. Now, will you please untie me? All right, that wasn't Rodney. That was Engineer Mike doing this, Rodney. And I'm Adam Carolla, and that is Dr. Drew. This is Loveline on Radio Station. Loveline is the name of the show. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. Tonight, our guest is John Stewart. He is going to be filling in for Tom Schneider, who uh, is uh, getting a new kidney and perhaps a hip. And uh, that is 1230 on CBS. Uh, all this week, uh, if you've not seen John work, uh, this is a good forum for him because John is uh, not like most comedians that are sort of married to their act. He's an impromptu performer as well as a guy who's accomplished at writing material, getting up there and delivering it. As I uh, saw when I saw him at Caroline, Caroline's, I guess, in the city, <clears throat> which is a uh, club in New York a couple of months back. Uh, spectacular comedian. I, I, I truly laugh my ass off, and I usually hate stand-ups. Anyway, he then uh, did that same, or a lot of the same material, because he was honing it at that time. He turned it into an HBO special, which uh, he did out of Miami. It didn't really translate, but I still laughed the first time I saw him do it. <laughs> uh, but the Spanish audience went crazy. Now, where'd you do that uh, in Miami? Coconut Grove, in a, a, a theater down there that had just had, like, the pajama game with B. Arthur, so it was one <laughs> oh, of those. And the crowd never left. And it, it seemed like it went real well. I saw it on HBO. Yeah, it was a great time. It was a great time. You should have been there Thursday night. But I don't know if you've been to Miami recently, but it is, every night's like an episode of Cops. Really? Well, yeah. Police activity? Yeah, just, yeah, it's incredible. Like, as you're walking back to the hotel, just, you know, two big hammerhead guys thrown up against the wall, arms around the back, cops, their girlfriend, Tony, why do you do that? You yeah, know, yeah I, it's, I it's a little, it's too much. I think it has to do with the humidity. Yeah, the violence is in the air like humidity there. It's like, it, it, you always think a fight could break out at any second. Hmm. Right, and I, there is, uh, I don't know, it, it seems like the, uh, you know, you never hear about any trouble in Greenland. You know no. what I'm saying? The cold weather climates the, keeps it down. Keeps it down. Yeah. People stay in. The, people are worried. People are doing things like huddling Can instead of kicking ass. People don't like to be clammy. Right. You I get sticky. It, yeah. And you uh, you start getting uh, agitated. Yeah. Very much so. And then you start whooping ass. Yeah. At least that's uh, Drew's mo. Also, the I think it's because the women there dress more revealingly than other places, and it gets uh, the fellas. It's like bowls in Pamplona. Right. People just get crazy down there. Right. And, and again, you could uh, trace that back to the heat. Brian, twenty nine. Brian. Yes. You're on Loveline. Hello. Hello. Uh, I guess I want some advice or something. Uh, Ten months ago, my wife and I had separated, and we're currently going through a divorce. Immediately after we separated, I started an affair with one employee who's married, Ooh. and uh, and then here recently I'm having an affair with another employee. So you're just you're out of control, Brian. Yeah. What do you I do? Have several one night stands in there too. And, what do you do that you do? You have all these employees. Pardon? What do you do that you What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a retail manager. So these are these are That's people the boss, you manage, too. yeah. Yeah. Which I'm sure your company has rules against, yes. Oh yeah. So these these girls are putting out for minimum wage. <laughs> uh, Brian, you know, I don't know what you can do to undo what you've done, but obviously you've got to get control of yourself. I mean, you're you're probably re reacting to some pain you're in to try to deal with. You know, the, this is how you're dealing with your divorce. It's a very painful thing, I'm sure. And as opposed to dealing with the pain, you're sort of acting out. 
Right. And uh, defending against the pain by trying to jump into new relationships and have sex, and it's just not good. You're going to hurt yourself and other people. Uh, well, I don't, well, I'm still having sexual relations with my wife too. Well, oh, that's oh. ridiculous. It's wow. what, Drew? Recoculus. Thank you. Uh, you have to you have to decide what you're going to do with that that relationship. You're either going to get a divorce or you're not. I mean, maybe you guys aren't really going to get a divorce. How long have you been going out? Uh, when did you meet your wife? How many years ago? Uh, about four and a half years ago, five years ago. Uh-huh. Why the divorce now? What's happening? Well, when we were together, we just didn't get along. There was. Uh, uh, no sexual relationship, hardly at all. And now that you're separated, suddenly you're having sex again. Yeah. Why don't you guys get some professional help? Well, we we, we talked about that, too. All right. Why, why don't you do that? Where are you from, brother? Uh, Kentucky. Okay. I, I've not been down south that often, but when I have, uh-huh. uh, I noticed that a lot of the fellas down there have what's called weapons. So maybe you want to watch those affairs as well with the married ladies. Yeah. Down there, they got a little thing called what is it? What, what amendment is that that allows people to carry firearms? It is uh, the um, uh, shoot your brother. It's a little bit of a vigilante state. Right. So I'd say I'd say be awful careful down there, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Get any some professional any, help any for place where people drive around with a gun rack right there in their car, where they actually need a rack I've to hold the gun. I've actually seen people with a gun rack with wheels attached to it driving <laughs> that around, just purely driving a gun rack. <laughs> I mean, like I don't even have a hat rack at home. How? Yeah. I mean, do you, do you use your gun so often that you actually need a rack in your car for it? Or do you have so many guns you have to? Right. Well, Store here's where I keep also, the one in the car. I mean, but who, you know, if you have a gun rack and it's in your car, is that so that it'll be there for you when you get in that fender bender? Uh, you know what I mean? Hey, you cut me off. Right. Pow. Hey, it's, uh, listen, it, it don't make me get into the um, NRA holes. I but I, I really think that's, uh, that this is, a, they're very evil. And it's it, the idea that everyone needs a gun in this country is an absolute, absolutely recoculous idea. I if there are more shootings down in those areas. It would be interesting to know if there's no, a correlation between uh, carrying the weapons and using the weapons. All right. True. I suspect not because you'd hear about it all the time if that were the case. Well, or if they did all the time, wouldn't make the news. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, what was that? Shauna, 18, you're on Love Line. Hi. Um, my friends, because I recently started having sex with my boyfriend. And, um And they said, well, that I had to start douching now. But I've oh. always heard that douching was bad for you. Yeah, you so, don't, like, you do not, you, do? you certainly do Were not. Were you guys have. walking on the beach when he had this conversation? <laughs> Playing <laughs> no. tennis, I think. Okay. Because it sounds like one of those commercials. You certainly do not have to. Are you using a condom? Yes. Okay. Solid. And that's fine. You know uh, what? Douching, use... douching can actually wash away good bacteria and upset the environment in there in such a way as to cause yeast infections and other sorts of things. So, you know, if you wanted to do it once in a while, you know, a month or something, it's fine. But I, I, I would not make a regular habit of it. Let me tell you the win-win here, Shauna. Douche-flavored condoms. <laughs> huh? Douche-flavored condoms. They're new. They're from Nabisco. <laughs> Made by Keebler Elves. Ooh, those sound kind of... I'll, I'll yeah. tell you, if we could just load the guys up with with uh, the uh, douche, if we could have a guy drink like a quart and a half of douche before he <laughs> went to work. That's just a word that doesn't, when it comes out of a woman's mouth, you accept it. When it comes out of a man's mouth, it sounds foul. Didn't you know you can, they can be like an elephant? You know, the trunk and the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drew's, uh, what now, sixth joke of the that, new year? That one didn't work. And I, also I don't have, care. Do it was an attempt. Do you like anything else? Besides douching to like clean yourself, Dr. Drew? Uh, I'm not sure what you're asking. Compressed air? What are you asking? No. Like... Is there a problem? No. I'm just like, is there, should I like do something special now? I don't no, know. No, 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 no. Here's something that wouldn't work. Th- this is all Dirty the, stick. Yeah, this is, 
This Dirty is, stick would not work. This is all designed to be used the way you're using it, okay? Oh, okay. All right, Shauna? Yeah, thank you. God bless you for obsessing over the uh, smell of yourself. <laughs> Shauna, that's another great name, though. <clears throat> Shauna. That's it, a great name. I have a theory about names. All right. I don't have a, a strong opinion on them other than Tammy and Cammy. And Amber. And Amber. Yeah. You, want, you want your little girl to get into pornography? Name her Tammy. Cammy. Cammy or Amber. But Shauna's a sexy That's a good name. Shauna's just, she's devoted to one guy, but she's screwing the hell out of him. You know what else is a good name? Girls named Alex. That's a good name. Any girls, any girls with men's names are cute. It's kind of sexy. Like when they call like Sam. Yeah. Something like that. Bobby, once in a while. Rocco, not so cute. No. (laughs) April. Hello. Oh, Um, another good poor name. Yeah, 16. (laughs) I needed some advice. Good. Okay, um, I'm dating this guy right now. And I'm engaged to him. I'm, Whoa. Yeah, I'm 16, you know. And um, I just, I needed advice on whether I should stay with him. I've got, like, you know, people, other people that, you know, want to go out with me. My girlfriend kind of. Wait, how, how old is your around. boyfriend? I'm sorry. He's 17. I have a question. Are you Amish? No. Okay, then I'd, I'd break up. Break up? Yeah, you, I don't know how at 16 you can tell whether you're ready to be married or not. It's well, just, it's it's just, it's kind of more like a promised thing, you know? April, don't get into that. I, I don't know why he feels that he has to cling so tightly to you. He must be smothering to you. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I He's like, he's like really in love with me, you know? And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, but how about you? Huh? How about you? I love him so much, you know, but oh. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm in love with him. Uh, oh, <laughs> ow. I mean, well, mm. you know, look, it, a, April, huh? no, 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 please. <laughs> April, do you have an interest in other guys? When when you see other guys, for instance, when you watch Baywatch, does David Chokichi make you happy? Um, I have interest in other guys, mm-hmm. which is totally normal. Yeah, which is normal. It's not know? normal to get married at sixteen. I, well, it's, I don't I, see I'm how. I'm not thinking about it anytime soon. No, don't don't look. Keep the boundaries clear in your relationship. Keep keep him. Uh, you know, he has got some issues here, and he has to cling to you. He can't feel safe unless he has some kind of lifelong promise. That's not appropriate. That's not that's not age appropriate. It's not appropriate for your relationship. It's not appropriate for you where you are, you are, you are in your life. Yeah. So just make it clear to him that you care about him very much and you want to keep seeing him, but you're not ready to make a life commitment. Is and he that, pushing this that. thing? Is he pushing it? I'm sorry? Is, is he pushing this thing? Um. Well, see, I kind of like, I, I kind of, I think, made it that way to where he did that. But now it's kind of, it's a little bit different. I, I've, you know, I was like so much, you know, I wanted to be with him forever. Oh, so she kind of pushed a little bit. How did you make it that way? Um, well, I, I just, I brought it up a lot. You know, I like, I was like, oh, I want to be with you forever and all, you know, all like that. Uh, well. Yeah, all right. So. <laughs> all right. This, this is, um. I just, I don't know if, you know, I, I don't, I'm kind of like one, every once in a while I'll be like, you know, wondering if there's somebody else out there that I'm missing. So you, you with. brought it to this point and now you, yeah. now you're scared. Yeah. All right. You made a mistake. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hey, Joni loves Chachi got canceled. Scott Bay went on to a lot of other things. He'll right. be fine. Like uh, diagnosis murder. And uh, Charles in Charge, for God's sakes. Oh. Got to work f- with uh, the great Willie Ames. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a career goal of mine as 16. well. 16. Who would get married at 16? Do, do, do kids really talk like that at 16? They say, Sometimes. I want to be with you forever. Oh, yeah. Well, well the four, thing. you know, tell you talks like that is 14-year-olds. If they have sex with a guy, really? that's the way oh, they start sure, talking. Sex but but it's not so, it isn't so intuitively obvious. I mean, a 14-year-old shouldn't be talking like that. Or they shouldn't be having so. sex. But when they have sex, it's such a... The fantasy is that's the person I'm going to marry. But right? when you were in high is. school, John, there was always that couple that was totally inseparable know, all used, the way through high I to, school. I used to drive them. I used to have to watch them make out in the back of my gremlin. 
They'd uh, they'd walk around with their hands in each other's back pockets. They had shirts but made you know up with each them? other's pictures those, on them. Those couples typically fought like maniacs. They were right. either fighting or having sex. Typically, right. there was no in, there was no middle ground. Right, and most of them did not go on and uh, get married, or if they did, uh, they broke up. Listen, yes, no, he, I agree. Here's the uh, situation. Uh, this this younger marriage situation is is uh, recalculous, if you ask me, because you have no idea where you're at at 16. I mean, think about where you're at. Not in today's 16 in, It worked in the shtetl. It doesn't work now. Right. When uh, when you, you needed to hurry up and pop out some kids so they could work the Do land. work the farm. Absolutely. Also, well, you, your life expectancy was 25 to 30 years. Exactly. So you had to hurry things up. Now you right. live to, like, it's uh, like what, you're 22. 40, 40 you'd like to get divorced, but, hey, you're going to kick off in another 18 months, so let's just ride it out. I don't know anybody, even of my parents' friends, who got married at 20, 21 years old who were still together. Right. It, listen, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horrible notion. I mean, people, listen, I, if I had to work with Drew more in 10 years, I'd probably kill him. As oh, it is, we've been together a year. I'm this, I'm this close to going so upside been, his he's, head he's with something. Nine years away from death. Yeah, well, he, right. He threatened a killing spree last night. <laughs> no, nobody. No, I'm not kidding. Nobody should. Oh, yes, I did, didn't I? Yes, you did. Uh, I was a little hostile with Drew. I apologize. No, nobody needs to see anybody that much. No, not for 45 years. I 20 agree. years, fine. You get married when you're 30. Uh, one of you dies uh, of 30, cancer 35. by the time you're 50. Right. Tiffany. Yeah. Tiffany's another good name. You're on Love Line. Okay, um, a couple of weeks ago I was, um, sort of raped by my next-door neighbor. Sort of raped? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, it only lasted about 30 seconds because by that time I told him, you know, get off me, and I pushed him and everything. By that time? Yes. What happened before? Well, I mean, you know, he was, you know, doing it. Did he have have a weapon? Was it a violent rape, or...? It wasn't, no, it wasn't really that violent, but he's bigger than me, so he had more control. uh, has anything like this ever happened to you before? Um, yes. When? Um, when I was about five. Okay. I was raped by one so, of them. Uh-huh. So. Drew, you knew you knew the answer to that before yeah. you asked it, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, because some because so, somebody knew that you were a good victim. Yeah. Uh, and well, you... I've known him forever, but um, the problem now is that he's my next door neighbor, and my dad's really good friends with him. You know, my sister's good friends with his brother. You know. How old is he? He's um fifteen, almost sixteen. All right. And um, now nobody believes me about it. I've Does your family know about the previous incident? Um, I'm not sure. I live with my dad now. I don't think he knows about Tiffany, it. Tiffany, you got to bring that all out. Who it's was gotta... responsible for the previous insu- uh, instrument um, incident when you were five? My mother. Your mother's boyfriend? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that had already gone to the police, and, you know, they pressed charges, and, you know, he got put away for that. Good. Okay, good. Like, did, did you get any counseling for that at the time? Did I get any counseling? Yeah. Um, no. All right. It's time I for the... I needed it. Y- y- Tiffany, you need it, okay? Well, listen. J- just, just the empiric I evidence. Just, yes. Just, just the My evidence. mom made me eat health food. I needed six years of counseling. That's right. Just, imagine, just, just put it in this context. Just the fact that this jerk who lives next door to you knew that you were a victim. He, he just knew it. That right. he could victimize you. That's At least get that undone in some fashion. Get some therapy. So you're not get victimized some, again. Right. And this is gonna, what happened to you in your five is going to affect you and your relationships from now on if you don't do something about it. Th- this thing, t- I would tell your mom about it. Tell your mom about the previous incident. Bring it. Well, the bring mom it, knows about the previous sorry, incident. I'm sorry, the dad. I, I beg your pardon. The, the dad who doesn't know about it, apparently. And, and put it all in the context of having been previously abused and now this guy's abusing him. I, I'm not even sure it needs to get caught up in what a, what a jerk this guy is. I mean, just stay the hell away from him. But get some help for your health. And again, uh, it brings me back to these mothers... 
and uh, yeah, women don't do this. I'm I'm talking to the mothers here. They go out and they find these vermin after the divorce or after the breakup, and they bring these pedophiles and the molesters and these alcoholics and the abusers, and they bring them right back into the camp. I mean, it's like, hey, let down the drawbridge, let them right on in, and then we'll just leave them. You know, like a, It's hard to blame them, I mean, in, in those situations. I, I honestly, people who, who do that, who behave in that manner, who are those kinds of predators sexually, et cetera, they have to take responsibility for their own uh, problems and jump off a cliff like lemmings. I mean, you right. can't, you know, you got a woman in there who's in a vulnerable position. She might bring a guy home. Who knows if he's a psycho at first? Yeah, but I, I think the point, you know. though, is that, that. But it is a mother's job to sniff a guy. We get these calls all the time. The mom brings a guy home, then the the kid, yeah, the, there's, there's the no guy like, has uh, his way with the with no their daughter. on the bottom of these guys. It's no, just, but I mean, you, know, you, you got to suss someone out a little better than that before you bring the guy home and start a marriage or a relationship with the guy if the guy is a sexual predator. I, I know you can't tell, and oftentimes it's because the mother has had some form of abuse right. and does not have her antenna uh, on straight and is out seeking these abusive guys herself. I mean, right. it's not a coincidence. I just think, man, who thinks of that? I would never think. In, in you know all what? The times I've been dating people. That, you know, that's the whole. That? I, if if I were single and anybody was be around my kid, I would think of that every single time. I mean, really? Oh no, we have a. Well, we, I guess being here, I, being here. Yes. Well, but you know, we have a thing in our house. If there's a if there's a penis in the neighborhood, we got to be watching our daughter. Right. All, 100% of the time. Well, 100% on, of the for time. For years, I was on neighborhood penis watch <laughs> in my neighborhood. I I don't want to tell you what the sticker in the window looks like no, either. I but... used to walk with the guardian penises. <laughs> <laughs> wear little fleshy berets, um, but that's the the people that do that are the ones that should be. Oh, absolutely! I mean, chemically castrated, whatever. I'm a big fan of that. Absolutely, chemical right. castration. Oh, absolutely, physical, chemical, uh, emotional, whatever it takes. I want the castration. Uh, Alexis. Yeah. And believe me, Drew was uh, on guard when I was over at the house. <laughs> <laughs> I sure. Even you, you he would. Even me. Yes, absolutely. that's not right. Alexis, fourteen. Okay, about uh, two Fridays ago, I was walking over to a friend's house, and while I was walking, I found this note on the ground, and it said something for, like, a mushroom plant. And then, like, this Friday, I came home, and I went over to the neighbor's house because my door was locked. And I was over there for about half an hour. I came outside again, and uh, I found this gap bag in front of my door, and it had, like, a bucket of some weird stuff in the same note. Yeah. And it, I, I don't know what it is. What the notes say? Um, okay. It says, uh, mushroom plant for happiness. I come from the legend. Treat me with care and talk to me, and I will give you peace, love, tranquility, and money. Yeah, you want to send that bag directly to the studio. You want to send it to you, us? I, I would suggest you call the local police oh. and uh, turn it over that way. Yeah, that's good, too. Uh, it's a legal drug. It's uh, hallucinogenic, probably. Uh, I don't know who's trying God to do God knows what what's you. in this. Yeah, and who knows what's in it anyway. I mean, it's, mushroom is pretty weird-looking stuff, and so the, the way she describes it sounds like it might be the real thing. Um, turn, give it to your parents. and uh, Provide your parents are responsible people. Yeah, not if they have a history of drug abuse yeah. or alcoholism. Uh, There's something really just bad about mushrooms in a gap bag, though. It's just even mushrooms are going corporate. <laughs> Did you uh, you ever take mushrooms? Yes. Yes, me not too. From a, not from a gap bag, usually no. from uh, something in an aluminum foil. Hey, do you remember, uh, we'll get into mushrooms for a second, but I was just thinking about finding stuff. When you become an adult, 
you stop finding things. When you're yeah. a kid, you find stuff all the time. Yeah, I well, mean, you're, you're lower to the finding. ground. Look how, how tall Is that are you? what it is? I'm 6'2". Yeah, no, yeah. I can't even see my own feet when things I walk. Things are by curbs. You know, when you're little, it, you're very low to the ground. You're like an anteater. You got your nose down there. You're, you're plowing around. I used to find wallets. I'd find porno. Actually, I, I, I did more root. I did, what neighborhood were you rooting around in? I did more rooting for porno. I would go out on trash day and actually, we called it uh, trash picking. Well, I think that may, <laughs> that may be the thing now. You don't do that anymore. You actually earn a living. Maybe that's it. You, you buy your have, own porno. You may have something you, you, you there. You got your own wallet. Actually, I trade porno, but uh, we'll All get right. into that later. All right, All right Drew, can we uh, squeeze another call, or why don't you just uh, sell the hell out of the next one? Here's Thomas. He suddenly lost his ability to ejaculate. And a quick check of the out-of-town scoreboard. Wow, what the hell are they on about tonight, Pop? As usual, I have no idea. What Why aren't those young people in bed? Go to bed. Love line. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Dr. Drew. Is your computer running slow? Well, my clean PC can clean it up and speed it up today. Now, you might be asking yourself, how did my computer get this way? So frustrating, right? Well, opening infected email, attachments, downloading music and games can slow your computer down. Over time, running these programs can cause junk files, internet clutter, processor, and hard drive errors all to build up on your computer. My clean PC can help. First, go to mycleanpc.com and in minutes, you can get a free computer diagnosis and find out what's slowing down your computer. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk, internet clutter, and even remove viruses, and MyCleanPC is guaranteed to increase the speed of your computer. With MyCleanPC, there are two easy steps to speed up your computer. First, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to optimize your computer performance. Go to MyCleanPC.com today and find out what's slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. All right, uh, Larry Flint and Kate coming up uh, soon enough this week. Tonight, John Stewart, the comedian's comedian, who is uh, sitting in for Tom Schneider all this week. That would be Monday through Friday on CBS at 12.30. And Dr. Drew uh, sitting in for himself here on Loveline. I'm Adam Carolla, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Thomas, 22, you're on Loveline. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. Uh, this is for uh, really for Dr. Drew. Um, ways, basically, I've got a few problems. I don't know. I heard you guys talking about that chemical castration. Maybe that's what they're doing to me. Who? But, uh, uh, me? Who's doing that to you? Uh, see, I take medication for... I'm a, I'm a recovering drug addict. What are you taking? I'm taking Resperidol. Okay. Well, that can make you not be able to ejaculate. Really? That's it. That's your well, answer. Well, how come my doctor won't tell me that? Uh, almost any psychotropic medication, all the antidepressants... Uh, this is what you're on is an antipsychotic medication. Yeah, I'm, I'm also diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, and uh, these medicines can cause difficulty with sexual arousal, difficulty with erectile function, and difficulty achieving uh, orgasm. So, yeah. if, if that's a troubling side effect, that's m- that's more troubling than your symptoms for which you're taking the medication. Then you got to talk to your doctor about it. Okay? Is that like the pill where they can give them a different uh, psychotropic thing, or they can? Uh there are ways around that. Can they give him a different kind of, like, test him with different kinds of medicines? Yeah, Oh, sure. I mean, Risperidol is a pretty weak antipsychotic medicine. I mean, and there are some new ones out there now. He could try those. I'm but sure. they all go right for the Johnson. Not necessarily, but they all could. All what's, right. the, what's the cause of most psychosis, Adam? The Johnson. The Johnson. Yeah. You, do, you dull out the Johnson. 
you take care of the problem. <laughs> and and listen, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I feel sorry for uh, young Thomas who's not being able. I to... think that's one of the toughest things in the world. You know, it, 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 I think it's a shame when when kids have like schizophrenia or something like that because the onset is like a lot of times in 20s. early twenties, yeah. like kind of that, and that just it just robs people. Yeah. I've seen uh, yeah. terrible. Yeah, and it's it, so uh, stigmatized yeah. too. You, you really, if you see enough of those sorts of illnesses, you get a real sense of how biological they are. Right. All right, but uh, perhaps with uh, today's uh, medical advances, yeah. Yeah, uh, they yeah. can be. Uh, no, Risperdal is a good medicine. Star. Star, Hi. eighteen. You're on Loveline. Um, I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I have these two guy best friends. Okay, they're my very, very best friends. Mm-hmm. And um, they told me. Okay, one time they asked me if they wanted to do a threesome with me. You know. Mm-hmm. And I did do it. Okay. And I suspect these guys are not good friends. Yeah. Well, we were talking about our past, and uh, John, I uh, my idea of a threesome in high school was yeah. uh, me masturbating while two of my buddies watched. Oh, is that true? Yeah, that was my yeah, I threesome. Be like three different magazines. That's wow. this, that Mine was, was me masturbating on two pillows, <laughs> two beanbags. Yeah. Yes, Star. Um, well, now that I've done it, it's been like a month, and you did have the threesome. Yes, I did. Okay. And they haven't talked to you. Well, they call me all the time. Sure. Sure, they do. Call me and call me, and I I can't pick up the phone and talk to him. I mean, what do I what do I do? What, what how are you feeling? What do you feel? I feel awkward. Mm-hmm. I can't just talk to somebody. What is the feeling other than awkwardness? Huh? What is? Give me another feeling other than awkward. Um, I don't know. Embarrassed, ashamed, something like that. Huh? Are you ashamed or embarrassed? Mostly, probably ashamed. Yeah, that's what I would think. You want to gamble on this call, Jerome? Uh, sure. All right, let's hold on, Star. Okay. We're gonna gamble on you. All right? Okay. All right. Think about your childhood and hold on. Okay. All right. Uh, John, I know you're a casual listener to the Loveline show. I do, I do listen to the uh, Loveline show. And uh, if you listen enough, you know we like to gamble on the past of our callers. Every now and again. And uh, what we'll do is, um, Christ, I don't have my wallet now. Drew, give me a dollar, would you? I've really been... I'm in on this one. You've not placed a bet in the uh, last three months. I know. I've, I've mooched off every celebrity guest we've had, but tonight I'm taking a dollar from Drew, and Drew knows I'm good for it. And uh, look at him like a... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm putting mine on Whirl Away. Like a squirrel. He has his money stuffed into his front pocket. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> I lost a bundle on the Marshall Furman game. Now, usually you let me vote first. You guys go ahead and vote first. Let me be the last. Oh, you want to go last? Yeah. All right, uh, I'll go first, uh, just because uh, John may not be real familiar with uh, how this works. All right, we're talking about Star's Pass. Mm-hmm. She had agreed, uh, probably 17, 18 years old, uh, agreed to a threesome uh, with a couple of guys, mm-hmm. which to me smacks of a little something up in the upbringing. Listen, I don't mind the threesome. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. But traditionally, when someone does this at a young age, agrees to be sort of manipulated this way sexually, it means there's been a little strife in the past. I will go with some form of uh, s- sexual molestation uh, as a young person. Although she's kind of grieving about it a little bit, which which is sort of healthy in a way. And so I'm not, I don't have a real strong stance, but I'm going with some form of sexual molestation in the past. I'm saying no. No. No uh, molestation. I'm saying a uh, little confused, good friends taking advantage of a good situation. And uh, I'm going to blame it on the rental threesome. I'm going to blame it on a uh, actually on a, a Stephen Baldwin movie. <laughs> I'm going to say no sexual molestation. I'm going to say popular media influencing uh, raves, ecstasy. I don't. All right. Is the family together? Her mother and father still married? No. No. 
No, not that she may have uh, a mother and a father in the house with her, right? But not the original one. Okay, so not you're the go- original one. Uh, early divorce. I'm gonna I'm gonna bank on early divorce. All right, you're going early divorce, I'm which going is early the divorce. Uh, which is the weak man's route. I'm gonna go uh, dad who disappointed everybody in some way, either alcoholic or ran away. Something. Somehow you got to pick one. But but dad and left at a relatively older age, like eight to twelve. Dad alcoholic and left around eight to 12. and left and gone and gone. All right, so you have. I'm, I'm uh, actually also going to go with she's um, part of the uh, Phillips family of the Mamas and the Papas, John Phillips, B.J. Phillips, <laughs> okay. the whole thing there. I know that's that's going out on a limb, and I should get odds on that. But, but still, you, you got to play a hunch. That's my bonus question. Star. Yeah. All right. Uh, what was your upbringing like? Um, not good. Okay. What happened? Um, I did. My parents had a divorce. How old were you? Huh? How old were you at the time? About six. Okay, right on the cusp. Right. All right, anything else? Um, Dad was alcoholic? Any molestation? <laughs> well, yeah. There was molestation? Yeah. All right, I'm taking the pot. Okay. That's not... Uh, the, mol- the molestation, uh, it, it's like I got a royal flush, and y- you, right. you, yeah. you got three yeah, of a kind. Right. Yep. Thank you. All right, what happened with the molestation, Star? It was my grandpa. Oh, hold on, no. let me give Drew his dollar back. No, right. no, you got it. Square and square. I said no molestation. No, I'm giving you the Grandpa, dollar that I borrowed no, back. Here's the thing, though. Grandpa, you figure by the time he's 60, somebody's caught on to this bastard. You know what I mean? Grandpa's molesting people. Is, it's just, you yeah. figure somebody's caught this guy up at that point. But this is, Adam and I both, however, picked up on something good, Star, and that is that you actually do feel ashamed and inappropriate in your action with your male friends. That there there is some sensibility about how relationships should go. Um, you, however, unfortunately are a good victim for abuse and sort of seek out abuse in some fashion. And you really, you need to have much safer, securer relationships with people who are not prone to take advantage of you. Well, I really, I don't think any guys like me really. It's just, I don't know. They don't. I probably thought it was comfortable because they were my very best friends in the, the world. But they're not your best friends. They're not. They, no. they, they've, they've violated you badly. And I think not only... Sh- it's natural enough to feel ashamed of something like this, but I hope under that shame there's somehow some rage at these guys for violating your trust as their friends so severely. Yeah. Where's your Where's your grandfather now? He lives right across the street from me. Get out of uh, here. Still? Uh, yeah. Son of a bitch. Did they ever uh, prosecute him in any way? Well, I had tried to have him prosecuted, but it, I felt guilty, so I didn't. Oh, star. Oh. Who is this? Your dad's dad? No, he's somebody my grandma married. He's not really... A step grandma. All right. A- again, uh, bringing the vermin into the uh, family unit. Yeah. All right. This, oh, uh, listen, th- this man needs a bullet in his head. Yeah. I, All right. Yeah. Here's the situation, though. I, I, do your folks know what went on? Yeah. They, they, they do. Actually, told a school counselor when I was in junior high. And that's how it came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, he was he disciplined or ostracized from the family or anything? No. My grandma was about to kill him, though, but. Well. He doesn't really know that he was doing that. Why? He huh? Was, he, he was, was so drunk. loaded. Huh? He was so drunk. Well, oh, God, I don't know. He just like, I, my grandma. He said some um, like obscene things to me, like I'm gonna rape you in your sleep and just stuff like Ay-y-y-y. that. Ay-y-y. So that's all he knows that he did. Uh, all right, all right, all right. It, it's it's unfortunate that you have to live across the street from uh, this guy that scarred you this way. Uh, my, but you know what's going on. 
you listen to the show enough, you know what Drew just told you. And here's the thing. It's a timeout for Star. You, yeah. you don't need a boyfriend right now. You don't need to act out right now. You don't need to put yourself in a situation where you're in some sicko's crosshairs and they're lining you up to be their next victim. You just need to stay away, eat a little therapy, get yourself straightened out, and then you can go on and have a normal, uh, fruitful, and productive life. And we were just talking about this on the TV the other night, but it's like these guys that commit these crimes, they leave such a legacy. I mean, not only is it bad enough that they commit the crime itself to the six-year-old or what have you, being you know raped or sodomized or whatever it is, but that that then carries on and affects every relationship they have, right, and, right. and it affects the relationships they have with their boss, and they ref- it, it, it affects the relationship they have with their mate and the ones they have with their kids and, and their abu- neighbors. And they become abusers, and they first be- of all. They become abusers, and I, these people need to be just taken off the streets. They need to be shot, and then when they're done being shot, they need to be uh, dragged down to the—are there town squares anymore, Drew? Somewhere. All right. Doesn't it surprise you that a, a an elderly fella would get a chance to still do that? I mean, you got to nope. figure up to this nope. point. They, they, Somebody would have stopped him. But that that sort of proves this is a point you've made before: is that these people claim to be rehabilitated. No, I'll never do that again. I'm so ashamed. I'm so sorry. No, they always you got You got to be they, some kind of drug they're, they're, other than nah. chemical strike. Why isn't it? Why can't they develop a psychotropic drug to keep people from from trying to bang twelve year olds? Because it's against their civil rights. You have that's your constitutional right. It's like schizophrenia. It's hey, like, look, uh, that's right. That's the whole point. Uh, These people don't come to you and say, "I can't stop myself." I, I always. Some of them are, are quite uh, uh, self-righteous about it. it. There's nothing wrong with this. I'm into kids. What's the who big deal? is that? Who would oh, say we've that? We've spoken to them on this show. Before. Get out of here. Hold on a second, Engineer Mike. Uh, put that on a cart, would you? Thank you. We have out of context Drew Drops. Basically, uh, I'm not going to be able to talk on the show anymore. <laughs> no, uh, we'll, we'll play a few later on, but uh, I want right. that on a card. No, here's the situation, and here's what we have to come to as a society. There's certain things that you do that waive your rights. Yes. You waive your rights. When you're breaking into someone's house and you twist your ankle, you've waived your rights to sue because you're breaking into the person's house. When you molest somebody, when you rape somebody, you're waiving your rights is a human being. You're no longer a human being in this society. You are an outside. Uh, you're an outsider. You're a vermin, and you should be treated as such. Send those cards and letters to Adam Carolla. A penis is a privilege, not a right. Absolutely. Much like your driver's license. Perfect. You know, you put can, that on a card too, engineer guys, Mike. Why can't these guys rack up points on the penis? In the same way that you rack up points on the driver's license. These guys rack up points on the penis, well, and, and, uh, they, and get, they get it taken away. They for get six it revoked, months. and then they can only yeah, use revoked. they can only use their penis, the penis to go revoked. to and from work. Exactly. All right, and <laughs> now you have a system for your collection, or system. get the little ankle bracelet put on the penis, and uh, the cops always know where the penis is. A boot. Times. Right. Get a boot. I would get definitely need that bracelet taken in if I was a recipient of one. Here's the situation too, and I've said this before: locking people up with other criminals and giving them time to think about their sexuality does not straighten them out. All it, it does it, is give them a, a group to toss salads with. Right. It, it is It is akin to saying the timing belt broke on the car, I'm going to park it in the garage for 10 years, and then when you open the garage 10 years later, you're surprised that the engine is still you not saw working. saw the Richard Speck tape? Right. The guy had breasts. Had he had breasts. Was, He's sitting in jail doing coke. Did and you see that, Drew? I heard about that. Could you imagine... And uh, the then, then we'll go to break. Imagine this Richard Speck. He breaks into a dormitory of uh, nurses, I guess. Right. He slaughters a couple of them. A bunch of forget a couple, like five. Yes, in, in cold blood. I mean, he stalks them. He kills them. Now he's in prison. He's got a video camera. He's got as much uh, more uh, more blow. I think he's dead now. 
Oh, thank. Yeah, but he died of natural causes. He should have died by having a, a broom handle rammed up his rectum right. and having it broken off, and then infection, a slow death. But the point is this. You are the family of these victims. Your 18-year-old oh, daughter was no, slaughtered by this, uh, by this animal, and you got to watch videotapes of him in prison. He's getting a sex change. He's doing uh, mountains of cocaine. He's having sex with his uh, right. gay male partners, and they're videotaping the entire thing, and you're paying for all of it. He's even quoted as saying, if they only knew how much fun I was having in prison. I mean, he's, he's he literally rubbing people's faces in it. All right. Uh, I, uh, I think if his parents aren't already dead, they need to be executed as well. And we'll be back with more Nazi propaganda after this. <laughs> Love and so the man stretched. Stretch, stretch. Love Line will be right back. So leave a message at the beep. Of course, building strong relationships with your team is key for any business. You have to meet, collaborate, and, uh, well, not always everyone getting together at the same time. It's tough with people's schedules. So that's why we use GoToMeeting with HD Faces by Citrix. I think everyone knows that I'm a fan, and we use them all the time. Ironically, whenever we come up with new business, we're meeting through GoToMeeting. It's a simple way to meet in person, online, from anywhere. With GoToMeeting, you can share the same screen to review documents. So what I mean by that is you can actually put your document up or someone else's document up, and everyone on your team has an opportunity to contribute and work on that document and just turn your cameras on and you're having HD video conferencing with your webcam. GoToMeeting allows you to present, demonstrate, and simply meet from anywhere with any Mac, PC, tablet, or smartphone. Start hosting your own face-to-face online meetings today with GoToMeeting. Try it free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com today. Click the Try It Free button and use the promo code LOVELINE. That is GoToMeeting.com, promo code LOVELINE. Hi, this is Mike Ness from Social Distortion, and you're enduring the love line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. He's All sober, right. guys. He's he been re- sober 10 years. He He's been well. sober? Yeah. All right. Hey, Engineer Mike, can we clean that up so it sounds, you know? No. He means Mike Ness. All right. <laughs> you need sexier music coming in. You need, like, rhythm and blues or something. This is sex talk. No, we uh, we need the stuff the kids are all uh, digging, don't we, Drew? One eight hundred L O V E one nine one is the phone number. Three one zero eight five four forty four fifty five is the fax number. We're here with uh, John Stewart, who will be sitting in for Tom Schneider, who I actually like because he cracks his own ass he makes up. That. And you know what else? Knows everything. I've never seen a man more knowledgeable about so many different things. Yes, he knows a lot about. A lot. Well, when you're 145, hey, you hey, pick up hey, something. Hey. No, he he is uh, he he's he's good. A lot of people make fun of him, and a lot of, he, he's mocked and mimicked. But uh, I like the guy, and I also like John Stewart, who'll be filling in from him for him uh, 12:30 CBS. Unless I get my penis booted Monday through Friday, if that passes. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> you get the Denver boot on your penis. <laughs> Sam, 23, you're on Love Line. Yeah. Well, um, my problem is. That I dumped my girlfriend, and I wanted to ask you guys like if I did right. See, two months ago, my girlfriend comes to me, and she's like, um, "I'm pregnant." Oh. Like, oh my God! You know, shoot, you're pregnant. You're the child. You're your child, right? What? You're the father. Yeah, I'm the father. Right. Yeah, and so um, we kind of agree to have the kid, 
alright, we can work it out and we can have the kid. And just like a week ago, she comes to me, she's like, we have abortion. I'm like, no, you can't do that. You know, we already agreed that, you know, we're going to have the kid. She's like, no, I'm going to get an abortion. So then she kind of let it go, and she's like, all right, I won't do it. How old is she? She's 19. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyways, just yesterday, um, she called me up, and she's like, Sam, you know, I already had the abortion. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I dumped her because, like, I felt like, you know, she killed my kid. Mm. And so, I don't know, did I do right or... Like, mm. Mm. I, I can see where you'd feel uh, betrayed, and I do believe there's a place for a guy's opinion. Obviously, it is part yours, but I would say it's more hers. Well, it's her. It's her decision. It's my well, term, it, it's, it's, it is it's, her decision, your, but the guy's decision should weigh in a little bit. But it, but it it doesn't in our society, unfortunately. If the if the woman f- doesn't see fit to have the guy's opinion weigh in, it doesn't. And let me tell you, it is uh, Catch-22. It takes care of itself because, I don't know if it's a Catch-22, but I just mean this is one of these problems that solves itself because if a woman does not want her child, uh-huh. then she has the abortion. And you don't want anybody raising kids who doesn't want kids. It's it's such a full-time job. It's such a difficult task as it is. I think he's saying he'd have raised it on, on his own if she didn't want Sam, Yeah, you would have raised a child. Well, actually, we would have raised the child. No, but what I mean, if she didn't she, want it? She, she didn't, didn't want it. She doesn't to. want it, Sam. Uh, would Sam. you have been willing to do it on your own? Somehow. Sam. Somehow. I got somebody that, you know, I need somebody to breastfeed the kid, but. Right. Sam, well, I could Sam, do that. Sam, this, it, then, Sam no. this formula for kids, right? This formula. Yeah. You don't you need don't to have, hire a wet nurse. Yeah. I need to hire a wet nurse for totally different reasons. Sam. Yeah. Uh, do you have a job? Um, not really. I'm going to college. How uh-huh. would you have supported the child? Well, um, my father gives me a real good income. Would he have supported wow. the child? Well, he wouldn't really know about it. Oh, yes, he would have. If you had the child. Now, aren't we sort of begging the question, though, here, is whether or not he can support the kid or whether or not he wants to take care of it? It's not really the question. The question is, he feels betrayed because right. she did something he didn't want her to do. And, uh, That's why John should be hosting this show. <laughs> instead of, I'll tell you what, John. But the point, we're, you but, fill in but, for me tomorrow night. I'll go do the Tom Schneider show. No we're trying to build They'll never case. know the difference. We're trying to build the case. You can't build the case because ultimately it's not about if people are qualified to be parents because the truth of the matter is if you have a six-pack of Budweiser and a penis, you can be a parent. Right. So, I mean, the, the whole point is, it's not about the the qualifications as much as it about the theory. Who whose right is it to to do something like this? Right. I think that more more here is not the question of whose right it is, but the fact that he was misled. And the fact that he was misled, I think, is is the reason why I think he can. Uh, but she acted without feel, his consultation. She acted without his consultation, yeah. and, and right. she, not only that, she she told him she was not going to, and then did, which right. is probably which is, within her rights as well. Absolutely, but not to mislead. You can always, I think, if you you have to be honest about it. Right. She didn't break the law, but she did break a little code that people have when they're in relationships, which is be honest with me, be straightforward, keep your word, and so forth. I, I would think it would hard, be hard for the relationship to recover from this, given Sam's feelings about the child. I would guess that. However, true. in reality, unless she was, both of them were willing to give this child up for adoption, they probably did them all the parents and the child a favor and society a great service too you should uh, she should get the congressional uh, medal of honor sam yeah one quick question uh-huh. what junior college do you attend um actually it's a university really yeah Loyola. oh you go to Loyola. yeah Loyola Marymount. really your dad must have known somebody on the uh, admissions board right <laughs> no all right he's got a lot of money my grades got me in. okay sam 
believe me, you'll, you may be upset at her, but you'll look back in years and probably be thankful that you're able to, to finish your schooling and go on with your life and your career. As far as she goes, she owes you a huge apology. Whether you can ever forgive her, that is uh, up to you. You must look within your own heart. But uh, she certainly should apologize, and possibly you two can get over this and move on. You must admit there's something awkward about four dudes sitting around talking about a woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh, who are we to, you know? Well, I don't think we uh, sided on uh, the uh, testosterone side too heavily there. Nicole, 15. Hi. Hey. Um, I had a question for Dr. Jew. Mm-hmm. Oh, before I start, um, your, your guys' show is great. Thank you very much. Um, right. I'm 15 today, and I still haven't got my period. Are you otherwise developing normally? Yes. You have breast development? Yes. You have one's ha- abnormal. But, I mean, it's abnormal. It's like one's bigger than the other. That's normal, though. Uh, I mean, that's common. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and my uh, girlfriend had one right on her forehead, just a big one. Are you your hair developing in normal places? Yes. Okay. Uh, probably this is just a slight delay in the onset of puberty, and just uh, on the on the positive side, uh, late onset puberty is associated with longevity, living a long time. Right. Okay. Woo! Uh, if you haven't had it, doesn't stop you from getting cleaned out by semi on the on the freeway, right. though. But yeah. it, if you haven't had it by sixteen, definitely get an exam to make sure the the ovaries are functioning normally, develop normally, and that the, the uterus is there. And sometimes they will have to do chromosomal analysis to make sure that everything is. Uh, well, what's the latest be. you've ever heard of somebody uh, uh, having uh, a period? Gee, I, I'm. I don't have that number on top of my head. But at 16, I'd be wanting to look at it. Oh, you'd be worried? Yeah. All right. What, what is average? 13? 12, 13, yeah. 12, 13. Yeah. And um, so 15 is sort of, uh, we're getting into a, a danger zone? Yeah. Is it dangerous? It could be a medical issue. It's not dangerous. All right. But you say wait another year and then get checked up. You're just 15? Yeah. Yeah. I'd wait this year. Oh, yeah. She just turned 15 today, right? Yeah. Happy birthday. Did you get anything good? Um, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Think so. All right, no, uh, no tampons or anything. No. Nope. No. Okay. All right. Wait another year. If it doesn't start up, see a doctor. But I'm, I'm betting it's going to start up. I think so. I heard you can get it just from rereading "Hello, God, It's Me, Margaret." <laughs> I heard you can get your period just from rereading that. Scott, twenty-two. <laughs> hey, how you doing? You, you got mad hey, when Scott. I made an Andrew Sisters uh, reference. I know. Sorry. What's your question, Scott? Um. I was reading uh, some entertainment magazine in the fall, and it said that, John, you were going to get a new show sometimes. What? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, he already oh started God. it. He did. I guess that's not true, huh? No, no, he did it. It was canceled. Oh. <laughs> Again? <laughs> my God, my life is a blur. I'm on the lazy Susan of cancellation. It was so, called John Stewart's Party Machine. Yeah? I didn't say it. No, no, it's... it's What's yeah. going on with that? What's going on with what? Let me kiss your ass for We're a second We're talking here. sex here. We right. can't go I, into I'd career. like to kiss. No, let's talk yeah, about I you and your career. screwed up the whole uh, You got a question, though, about sex, though, don't you there, pal? Um, What's his why name? Why I'm not getting enough. Scott. No. Scott. You're not getting enough? Scott. Who, who is? Yeah. Scott, I want to talk about John. Yeah. I went and saw a uh, taping probably about two years ago yeah. of your TV show. The talk when show? He, yeah, when you yeah. did it out here, you did it out in yeah, Los it Angeles week. on right. the uh, Lisa. We did it on the Lisa set. Yes, uh, Drew and I are. I smelled be... of potpourri for six weeks after that. Drew I and I are going to uh, be on Lisa Tuesday tomorrow. Are you really no, Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah. Yes, we're going to do it Tuesday. I don't know when they bear it. Now, what's what's the episode entitled? Uh, just gay Nazi lovers. What, what's guys the... who whack off a lot and the doctors who watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I have no idea what uh, the hell we're on there in. for. I'm guessing it has to do with some kind of teenage sex thing. But the, the point is this, Scott, and I know you'll agree with me. John's uh, show was cutting edge. He, oh, he, he yeah. kicked uh, Letterman and Leno's ass. It, it was really a solid syndicated uh, talk. And uh, yet we couldn't beat stories of the Highway Patrol in the ratings. Now, really, what, uh, what's the story then? I don't know what is wrong with this godforsaken society that a guy know. like you wouldn't have the, uh, the incredible success and uh, that these other mediocre uh, posers wouldn't all just uh, have to have part-time jobs in order to put uh, food on the table, but this was a really good show. I was really impressed. And I, as Drew knows, I hate everyone, especially a comedic competition. I thought the show was <laughs> solid. All right, Scott, he'll uh, hopefully is um, the execs over at uh, NBC are listening and he'll, he'll get his own gig soon. Do you want, do you want a show? Uh, you I don't know. could actually, have one, couldn't you? I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of enjoying uh, things right now. I work in New York at a Miramax and uh, having a good time. Filling in uh, from time Filling to time for, for guys uh, like for Dawn of Scott. Tony Orlando and Dawn. I go out on the road. I do a lot of state <laughs> You're two fairs. of them. People don't know I'm that. I'm having a good time. And uh, doing some stand-up. Eating a lot of cotton candy. Do a little stand-up. You doing any writing? Yeah, that's what I'm mostly doing back uh, in New York right now. Are you writing for stand-up or are you writing? Uh, a movie. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called Porky Six. <laughs> and it's about these young kids who go across the state lines and... Uh, <laughs> Get caught up the fat boss hog get type. Fast boss hog type, sort of a southern guy, and I get called a kike thirteen times in this movie. This is brilliant. It's a brilliant, brilliant movie. I want a. Uh, I want to be cast as the lesbian gym coach. Let me just say this: It's I'm writing a movie right now called Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Good. It's it's a movie basically where I have to cast her. And Good. I, she I, has to sit and stare at me. I for 90 punch minutes. up that script every night when All I get right. home. All right, All we'll right. be back. This is a test. Okay. Love line will be where? New, New York. No, you idiot. Hey. Love line will be right back. Um, be. I'll do that if you don't mind. This concludes another podcastone.com program. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com. Find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time. Save money and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.